All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on in to a brand new episode of the Cinema Lords podcast. Episode number 13, coming to you guys off a, a nice, very much needed week off. It's been, uh, we've been grinding out here since we started this thing, doing a lot of shows, most weeks, two a week for the most part. So we needed a, we need a little break after that Halloween show. I feel well rested. I'm ready to rip today. And I think I'm going to need it because we got a lot to get into today. Big show. We got two episodes of Andor to catch up on. We have a Black Panther 2 preview because it's finally release week for Wakanda Forever. I am super excited to go check that out this weekend. I cannot wait. And then we got a few, few other little tidbits to touch upon before we uh, get into all that stuff. But before we dive in, let's go around the horn, find out who we're talking to today on the ones and twos. You guys know him well. He's our aficionado of all things Westeros. But just because House of the Dragon stops does not mean he stopped because he's got his hands in all the pots. He's ready to talk about it all. Lukey, baby, what's going on? Doing great, doing great. Thanks for having me on again, brother. Of course. Uh, you know, we got another another good lineup today. Uh, Andor's been killing it. Really like the turns it's taken. And uh, lots of good news coming up. And happy to be back again. Happy to have you. Couldn't do the show without you. And then also, you guys know him well, the utility man himself, co-hosting again today. He's, he plays all the positions. He's got his hands in all the subjects. He knows it all. My good friend, Mr. Seth Rogers. What's going on, bud? Hey, fellas. Good to be back after that week off, like you said. Thought it was much needed. Thought it was funny, though. I stole the show in the Halloween episode, won the draft, and then we magically have a week off. So I think, <laughs> think it's funny how that was just kind of correlated. Oh, yeah, we need a week off. But uh, no, very good to be back. Uh, like, like Luke said, these Andor episodes were awesome. Um, news in general ready to get into it let's get going well it's funny you mentioned the halloween episode because that's exactly where i wanted to start off today's episode um i just had a couple of thoughts i wanted to share quickly about the episode first and foremost i want to thank anybody that took some time out of their halloween weekend to watch it i also want to double thank the people that took some time to share it as well because that was an episode that i worked really really hard on um i work hard on all the episodes i think that a lot of people will tell you that that see me do it i Try to do a lot, just prepping, trying to memorize as much stuff, the orders of shows. But that Halloween show was a little bit of an extra effort for me, you know, making draft boards, rearranging this whole room, moving furniture around, fucking going out and buying a bunch of supplies to make a goddamn slot bucket, costumes. I put a lot of effort into that show, and uh, I was happy to say I, I thought it went really, really well. Yeah, so that was I was I was happy about that. Obviously, right up until our ending, <laughs> potentially <laughs> catastrophic. But. Oh man. Which, for those of you that watch, you guys will know that uh, as we were literally closing out the show, the Halloween episode, my cat's at the power switch, cut the computer. And there was about a five five to seven minute period where I was in just disarray. Like, I was I was on the verge of basically crying. I was like, I thought we lost the whole episode. I thought the, the whole thing was gone. The face paint would have just washed away. <laughs> like, the vision <laughs> face paint. Oh, no, just tear streams away going down the red makeup. I, uh, I really thought we lost the whole entire show. Thankfully, we started the computer back up, and the, uh, the computer was able to save everything right up until the moment of the power switch. So that was very Goodness. lucky. <laughs> Aside from that, I thought, the show, uh, I thought the show went really well. I actually went back and watched it myself, and I, I, I thought we did a great job. I had a lot of fun, and I think we're definitely going to do some more drafts, some, stuff like that going forward in the future. Yeah, going into like the holiday season, too. It's easy to do. Yeah, you know, theme holiday theme, whatever, just Christmas, whatever you want to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, build more of an event around it than just yeah. doing it and overplaying it. You know what I mean? Yep. But did you have a fun? You had a fun time doing it? Oh yeah, it was a blast. Um, you know, rewatching it again, looking at my draft, I was very happy with it. I did. I think we were talking about it after. Um, I agree. I kind of paid a little too much homage to the classics. I needed to throw in some some more modern things. So my biggest slip up was going was going Blair Witch Project. 
Um, I was going back oh, and forth yes. between that and Paranormal Activity. Yes. I think if I would have replaced that, had a little bit more modern, um, that was my only mistake of the draft, really. But I thought I got some great steals. Sidney Prescott is my hero. I was was not expecting, and I think it was like the fourth round, whatever yeah, it was. Fourth or fifth. It was late. Um, so, yeah, I was overall happy with it, and it, it was a blast doing it. So. I got to say, I was actually torn for a while. I was torn up and basically up until today about who I actually thought won between you and Los. And I want to let you know I officially wrote it down and everything. I had, I, I finally came away and I said, I thought Seth had the better draft. Cool. The double pick, the doubling up on Pennywise and it, I thought was a mistake. He, he lost it a little bit halfway through. He I didn't a- love the, um, the, uh, the main character from Jaws there. I can't think of his name. It's passing me right now. Yep. Uh, Brody? Yep. Brody. Yeah, Brody. Yep. That pick I didn't love. Yep. And uh, like you mentioned, my one thing with your team, as I was looking at, I was like, "This is a strong, strong lineup." But if you look, like you said one, one more little head nod to something. A little, you had, you were nailing the classics. Mm. You were burying all the classics, which was nice. It came out with a nice, real well team. But I yep. think you just needed a little sprinkle, a little sprinkle on top of the dessert. You know what yeah, I mean? A little new stuff. A little, yeah. a little mutton. I think the paranormal activity for Blair Witch that would have been a great call. I think yep. that would have been a great one. Yeah, and I was shocked too. Like I said, my biggest takeaway was I was shocked that there was nothing Halloween. Related. There was yeah, no crazy. nobody picked Michael Myers as yep. their villain. Nobody crazy. just picked Halloween as a whole. Laurie Strode as their hero. We all must have been expecting the next guy Nothing. to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And crazy. It never happened. Crazy. Luke, did you happen to check out the Halloween episode? I did. I did. I think you guys did a great job. It was uh, nice. it was really funny and also obviously some great lists you guys came up with. Um I agree, Seth. Ended up being a kind of a runaway. The but, landslide. Let's go, but, baby. But uh, Kalos, Kalos had a solid list. I thought and, said that. Yeah, I thought Los had a solid, solid team. Um, I think you and Kalos both just kind of went with your hearts, like, like you, you know. I you did said, big time. You said you were calculating instead, going with vision, you know. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I think you guys went with your hearts, which ended up with fun lists and you know a list that you could feel like you could vote for on your own, maybe. But yeah. Uh, but that's the fun of it, you know. You get to see everybody's different takes, and uh, I think it's fun to dig a little deeper too, like. Yeah, you missed out on a Halloween pick, but yeah, you know you've got a couple of other random ones instead. You know, yeah, no, I feel like we had a really, really good time doing it. Like while we were doing it, I was having a blast. You know what I mean? It yeah. felt like it went by like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like a two-hour show basically. Yeah, but I you know I just like I said, I had a really good time doing it. I was really happy with how it came out because like I said I put a lot of work into it, and I know I know you guys. I appreciate you know Seth, Luke, Los, Ledoux, all the guys for always putting in a lot of effort every time they hear you guys are always prepared with a ton of stuff. You know what I mean? And, I appreciate it, and uh, it was just nice. It was nice, like we said, to have that week off afterwards. Yeah. I felt like we earned it after that show. A lot of our shows have ended just have Andor, and needed a, needed a little week off. A little reset. Yeah. Um, but like I said, thanks to everybody that checked out that episode. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Be on the lookout for more draft theme events, something like that in the future. We'll be doing some more of those. Yeah, if you missed it, definitely go back and watch it. Not, not one you want to miss. Definitely. Definitely do that for sure. Uh, the next thing I want to get into is something that I actually mentioned uh, on Facebook. If you guys follow me on Facebook, if you're friends with me on Facebook, uh, it's something that we're going to go right from the Halloween event right into another so-called, I guess, show event if you want. I have decided to do a giveaway for the pod. Uh, I'm going to completely come out of my own pocket, just my idea to give back to the people that are supporting the show, that are watching the show, and also to also help try and grow growth. So right now we currently sit, I believe, at 55 subscribers on our YouTube page. When we get to 100 subs, 100 subscribers, the first 100 people, it's going to be locked at the first 100. So if you're 101, you're shit out of luck. Um, but what I'm going to do when I get to 100, I'm going to go onto uh, my YouTube page. I'm going to go get my subscriber, the whole list. I'm going to print out the whole list. And however it's easier, I'm either going to like, you know, cut the paper up in the strands and just pull a strand out. Or I'll do like ping pong balls and the number will correlate to your subscriber number kind of a thing. We'll figure out the, the ins and outs. But... 
that's something I'm going to do here. I'll do it on the podcast. I'll do the draw right on the show for you guys. And uh, whoever uh, whoever's name comes out, $40 AMC gift card. Love it. Enough for nice. two people to go check yeah. out a movie, or you can go and binge by yourself, get yourself a popcorn, a candy, a soda. But a nice $40 AMC gift card. I know AMC's countrywide. So, like I said, 100 subscribers. It's on the YouTube page. So, if you are somebody who watches these videos and like don't have an account on YouTube, take three seconds out of your time, go make an account, click that subscribe button. That's all you got to do. Bang, you're in. If you're someone that listens more on iTunes or Spotify, take a second, go on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, bang, you're in. Uh, even if you have some friends, you know what I mean? Go ahead, tell your friends. Hey, even if you don't listen to the show, go subscribe to this channel. I don't really care. We'll figure out. But like I said, we'll uh, we'll do the drawing on the show, and then I'll contact that person. We'll figure out, you know, how about how about we're gonna get them their their, their gift card. But 100 subscribers, the uh, the countdown is on for that. Like I said, I think we're about at 55 right now. So we'll, we'll see, get there. What's the prize? $40 AMC gift card. Nice. Which is going to be nice. Like I said, enough for two tickets or uh, one person to go out there and binge by themselves. I was going to say, if you like some of the viewers, you can uh, watch two movies by yourself there yeah. versus taking uh, taking somebody else out there. There you go. Yeah, there you go. For sure. However you want to do it. Like I said, a little way to hopefully, like I said, get back to the people that have been supporting the show because a lot of people have been. A lot of people have been showing a lot, a lot of love for the show, and I appreciate it. And then, like I said, maybe help, uh, help get a little bit more growth going on. You know what I'm saying? Grow that growth. That's right, baby. That's right. So from there, let's get into topics. I got two things for news. Uh, two actually pretty big things for news, I would say. One of them I was very excited about uh, since the last time we talked to you guys. A show that I've mentioned a few times that I'm very excited for is The Last of Us. And we finally got our release date coming to HBO January 15th. Wow, just baby. over two months away. November yeah. 8th, I believe, today. So Right. Fucking two months and a week away, baby. I am so fucking excited. I can't even believe yeah. it. Yeah. How, how about Pedro Pascal, too? He starts that off and then Mandalorian. I think Mandalorian's right after, February, February, right? February, yeah. It's gonna so be he, <laughs> he's just sitting back, kicking his feet up, just watching the royalty checks come in. No shit. Good for him. That's a great way to start the year. I cannot wait. And they released no episodes uh, yet? Like how many? I think it's going to be nine. Yeah, they did. Nine. It was nine, nine episodes, which is not a nice length. I like that. Yeah. I like nine. I can get down with nine. And I think I'm very curious to see if they're going to do like the whole, like say like the whole first game. In one I was just going to ask you that. Do you think season one season? would just be The Last of Us, just the first game? And then if it gets to a season two, they just do I The Last of Us I would prefer them two? to flush it out the right way. And right. I can think of a couple of good leadoff points for season one yeah. to go into season two. I, I, think it'd be a, I think it'd be better off as a two season show. For with first, with like a game, game per game. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. For the, fir- for nice. the first game. Yeah. I think that, like I said, the storytelling in this is it's it's masterclass. Like I said, it, it you can put it in any media. A lot of video games have such like just corny writing all yeah. the time. You know what I mean? Even good yeah. games, but the writing would just be like it seems like it's written by like a third grader yeah. crayon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bad voice acting. Yeah, it's just all, all kinds of shit. This game man, is like I said, it's, it's masterclass storytelling. You got to have some meat on the bone with the games. I feel like you know to have these like successful seasons. Like what was it? I saw Gears of War. They're starting to do a Gears of War. They're gonna make a television show on Gears of War. Like, what is there to do on that? Cool. I mean, it's a you cool concept. I mean? Like, it I is. Into it. I could get into a lot of these things. They just did it right. Like, look at how. I mean, Halo was a fucking debauchery. That's thing. what I'm saying. How can you think it's gonna be well? You know what I mean? I I don't know. Based on the track record, I can't imagine that something like Gears of War will do well. Like I said, Last of Us. There's, there's enough meat on the bone there where you can have a good storyline. You know, it was a movie that a lot of people didn't like. A lot of reviews weren't that good. I didn't watch it until a while after it came out and I ended up liking it was Assassin's Creed. I actually thought that movie was pretty fucking awesome. I watched it. I was like, I don't get it. Why did everybody hate this movie? I was like, this was fucking cool. 
I thought it was pretty like Assassin. Like the whole thing, they did the whole thing. They did the. Have you guys played the Assassin's Creed game? Oh, yeah. They did like the Animus and all that shit. I was like, this is fucking nice. awesome. I was like, I don't. Uh, Michael Fassbender is like the. I was trying to think of who it was. Yeah. I was right. like, it's fucking. Altair. He's wicked cool. I was yeah. like, I don't know what everyone's complaining about. I was like, it's fucking. I thought it was pretty cool. That could be a franchise there. They, they've done. They're doing a. Netflix is doing a series. They own the rights. They have an Assassin's Creed series coming to Netflix. I think it's 2023, actually. I think it's fall 23 or something like that. Because cool. they already announced that a while ago. I know it's 23. That's all I need, too. It's just time. cool. Yeah. Like, just cool. Like, even. Uh, it's got terrible reviews. I've always. I've never minded the movie is Doom. You know what I mean? I don't. <laughs> Like yeah. I just need like is it not yeah, is it a yeah. good movie? No, yeah. probably not. Is it entertaining? Do you get a cool first person shooter scene that, that's like the best scene of the whole movie? One of yes. the coolest things I've seen of just all time. Just need something Still, that I, I can that leave scene. and I'm like, oh cool. That all right, like, that was a fun movie to watch. Yeah. The only uh, Halo did a little bit of the first person thing a couple times. Yeah. That was the problem. They did it like two times over the course of ten hour episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like. What are we doing here? It's yeah, supposed to be Halo. Yeah. It was, dude, it was Halo the Soap Opera. It was wild. It was it was really, really bad. Very disappointing. And to think we almost rushed this show to get started so that we could do that, cover that show. Thank God we didn't. We were going to cover that in Moon Knight. We almost rushed this podcast <laughs> to do two shows that I fucking despised. <laughs> and the, the Batman, which I also despised. <laughs> you would open up with a lot of hate from me. <laughs> um, but that was very interesting. And then you actually touched on Pedro Pascal. That's the second piece of news. I don't know if he's going to be in it at all, but I saw... Uh, November 12th, which is Saturday, the three-year anniversary of Mandalorian. They are coming out with a Grogu short on Disney+. Plus. I did see that, yeah. Cool. I guess it accidentally got slipped in Italy or something like that. They accidentally put one of the thumbnail things on the thing for a second, and it got word spread around. But did that make them rush it up, or was it always I think November it was always 12th? that day, but I think they were going to... I think they were almost going to cold do it. Just like, hey, you wake up on... Surprise. Fucking, yeah. yeah. And then uh, because of that, they ended up having to basically nice. announce it. Is it like, uh, probably like, what, 10, 15 minute? I would imagine still short. one short, yeah. 10, 15 minutes, something yeah. like that. But if it's anything like how uh, Tales of the Jedi was, then I'm all for it. Yeah, because that was that was awesome. We'll get into it a little bit, but we shall. Those we shall. like quick, like 10, 15 minute short ones. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm definitely into it. Any more? I'll give me all the Baby Yo content available. <laughs> if it's just him going around like catching frogs or whatever, sure, I don't whatever. care. I'll watch <laughs> it with a big fat smile on my face. <laughs> yeah. I'll be sitting there, be like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Give me all the Baby Yo. But, it's, it's still gonna be like Baby Yoda too. It's not gonna be um. Like a different part of his lifetime or something? No, I don't no. think so. It's, it just said grow. It said Grogu short. So maybe it could, I guess it could be. Like I said, they didn't announce any details. And I think the only reason they announced it at all was because there was an accidental you know leak. Like I said in the uh, like the Italy Disney Plus platform. Gotcha. So be on the lookout for that on uh, on Saturday morning. Nice little way to wake That's up. Good, Saturday morning cartoon. Right there you go. <laughs> right. Get back in the DeLorean. Crank it up to eighty miles an hour, baby. Uh, from there, I basically wanted to get into my recommendations, which. We're a little kind of recommendations, not just uh, to go and check out anything, but recommendations also for the show. Things that we're going to be kind of covering going forward, I think. Not like super in-depth, you know, like what we do with, you know, uh, House of the Dragon and Rings of Power, but hmm. 10, 15 minutes yeah. kind of thing. Um, but before we get into those, first things first, Roku, which I ended up getting illegally, which the man himself told us to do so, but we'll get there. Roku <laughs> released their first movie, The Weird Al Yankovic Story. Huh. Daniel Radcliffe. As Weird Al, okay, and then um, Evan <laughs> Rachel Evan Rachel Woods, who you'll know as uh, no, West Westworld, just got canceled. Yeah, she's uh, she plays Madonna, and the whole movie is just a ginormous parody on Weird Al Yankovic's life. <laughs> the, ir- the irony, <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, I wow. loved it. Like nice. I fucking loved it. Harry Potter crushed it. Daniel Radcliffe, he was awesome. 
Like I said, he's Weird Al. He crushed it. I was fucking dying the whole movie. It, re- I was, um, another, it reminded me, I, I talked so highly about it on the pod already, but it came out this year, um, the Nicolas Cage movie there, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Like I said, that whole thing was just like a parody of Nicolas Cage's life. Yeah, yeah, this was like that, the yeah. same thing with Weird Al Yankovic. So it wasn't like a biopic, not like uh, how like you know like the Bohemian Rhapsody was. Yeah, it was a biopic if you like gave it, it LSD. Weird, it was Weird Al Yankovic making a biopic. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's what I, yeah. yes, exactly. parody of a parody. It was so fucking funny though. I loved it. I thought it was fucking great. <laughs> I came away and I was just like, that was that was awesome. I I, I gave it like an eight point four. I said wow. I, I really yeah. really really enjoyed it. I was laughing the whole way through. Uh, Evan Woods there as Madonna was was really good too. She was fucking cracking. I didn't me think up, she man. was in it because I remember seeing the like little snippets from it, but never even knew she was going to be in it or be Madonna. Yeah, she's she's Madonna, but she's like the version of Madonna who's just out for herself, like the entire movie. But she just she killed it. It was yeah. very funny. Nice. The whole thing was very funny. One of the guys from Queen comes in. He's played by the polka dot man. He's the uh, the bassist, okay. the bassist of Queen. Yeah, yeah. He's like in a party. He comes in, but it's um. It's hit. It's the polka dot man, and then there's another guy who's like his name's like Jack the Wolf Man. He's some kind of like big guy in Hollywood, and he's played yeah. by Jack Black. <laughs> so they're basically like doing the third degree, like make up a song like right now, and sure enough, he just like does it. The whole body's like going crazy. Nice. Like, that was the most beautiful song I've ever fucking heard in my life, dude. It was. I was. I was dying laughing. I, I realized that this this whole parody movie thing. If this is gonna be a new thing, this is right up my alley. Yeah, two for two. I I love both of them. When I saw their shit. Nice, but definitely go check that out. Um, and like actually I was mentioning it's on Roku which obviously I, I don't have I don't know how many people do Weird Al Yankovic himself was just like basically he said uh, I can't remember what his exact quote was but basically just said like it'll be easy enough to fucking go pirate just go pirate it <laughs> I know it's on a weird service it was the only one that would make the movie basically <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck you go watch it <laughs> find a way no loyalty I'm sure it'll be coming to more uh, more platforms sooner or later they'll be trying to cash in sell it around you know what I mean mm-hmm um, but like I said, the other two things I wanted to mention are things that we're going to cover. Uh, first, Tales of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus series on, um, I'm sorry, on Disney Plus. Star Wars, Tales of the Jedi. Six episodes. Yep. I watched the first three. Yep. I'm into it. I'm invested. Like I said, definitely want to go check that out. I think we'll talk about it a little bit more once we finish it up. Did you finish it yet? Yeah. You finished the, it. The, you wrapped it. The second, uh, second three were, in my opinion, better than the first three. Okay. So I'd like to see where you're at with it. I think the fourth one... See the fourth one or the fifth one too. There's one that it, like the cast is loaded for a 20 minute. So they have Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson Mace comes back. Windu's like on the yeah. So Mace display. Windu's in. So I think it's the following episode. But uh, Liam Neeson comes back as Qui Gon. He has nice. his role. Young Qui Gon. Yeah, young Qui Gon. Nice. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard from uh, you know, like the Jurassic World. Yeah. Um, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yes. in it too. She's I'm gonna butcher the name. It's like well, I think like Waddle or something. It's like a female oh, Yoda. Waddle. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she's that's played by Bryce Dallas Howard. I think they're all in the she's same in episode. Oh, yeah, that's, that's uh that's who she plays. Um, but yeah, it was very good. I I thought it was gonna be more just like a, a character or like origin story per episode. Yeah. So I'm a little like it was interesting how they did it. I got you. Um, but I I love that it was kind of centered around Count Dooku. Nobody really knew how Count Dooku turned to the dark side. No. So this is their first little taste of it too. Signs right away though. I've only seen the first three, but right away you already get signs right away. So yeah. You're see him. He's already got a little hint of that shit going yep. on. The guy who he, the guy who plays I don't know his name, but he sounds like Severus Snape. Wicked bad. He sounds like Alan Rickman. Yeah. So bad doing it. R.I.P. in peace. Um. Speaking of R.I.P. in peace, we just lost Hagrid. You know who else uh, died today? I saw 98 years old. I'm, I can't remember his name, but the actor that portrayed. Was the the voice of the Sorting Hat? 
No, yeah, Rizzy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 98 years old. No I'm kidding. Good for you, man. Good oh. Yeah, yeah, he passed away. Two guys from the Harry Potter universe in a couple weeks, though. Sad. Bad things come in threes. Oh, Jesus. Don't even, don't even, don't even say that because instantly my heart thumps and I'm like, I swear to God, if something happens to McGonagall, I'm going to be inconsolable for a fucking week or two. Let me tell you something. You guys are going to show up to do the pod. I'm going to be under a blanket just watching Harry Potter fucking just crying. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, Tales of the Jedi was, like I said, is very good. I wanted more. I was kind of upset that it was only six episodes and, and short episodes. And like, yeah, I thought it was gonna yeah, be half hour, sure. but they weren't even. They were like twenty minutes. Yeah, eighteen. I think 20 we're even minutes. shorter than that because they have the credits too. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to mix those in there and shit. So you're only getting like thirteen, fourteen sure. minutes, kind of. Yeah, I really liked the first one uh, with Baby Ahsoka. That one was that's the one out of the three that I've actually liked the most. Yeah, so far out of the three, that was very good. The whole series is kind of centered around her. Two, apparently more than any other character. I feel like. Yeah, uh, yeah, they kind of go in like three at least. Uh, have you finished it too? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, she comes back around. Uh, like the last episode, I think it's a, like what, the biggest the best one. one, right? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to spoil it way too much. Yeah, yeah, no. One with Dooku and Young Qui Gon is sick too, though. Yeah, but. exactly. The fact that they had Liam Neeson come back and <laughs> yeah, that, that cool. just had like you know a couple lines, but it was still it was very good. See, there you go. So we got two co-recommendations right there from two guys that have finished the thing. I'm halfway through. I'm enjoying it. And like I said, we're going to probably discuss it a little bit more next week when we have a few less topics to talk about. Yeah. We don't have two episodes, you know what I mean? We also got Black Panther to get into as well. But we'll have a little bit more time next week. We'll dive into those those six little episodes a little bit the further. 20, you know I mean? Like 20 minutes long. Yeah, Just go, go check them out. Watch them. Have fun. <laughs> watches. Yeah. And then the other one that I wanted to mention for you guys to check out that we're going to be, I think, talking about going forward here on the pod, especially probably next week. Now, you know, give everybody a week to catch up and stuff. I know you guys just started checking out. You checked it out already a little yeah. bit. Luke, I think, is going to. Uh, HBO started last season. This is season two, The White Lotus. I watched season one last summer. It did very, very, very well. It won a ton of Emmys. I know it cleaned up. People loved it. My girlfriend, Steph, she loved it. I liked it. I liked the premise. I liked the vibe. I know you you just started watching season one. How many episodes did you say you watched? Four? Uh, four, yeah. Four. Honestly, five and six will probably be done tonight, to be honest. Nice. So you're, you're, you're like, I'm just going to rip through it, yeah. Yeah. So, I liked the, like I said, I liked the premise. I liked the vibe. You, you know, this weird kind of mysterious sort of what's going to happen ambiance. It's always constantly in the air. But basically, you get this white lotus. It's, it's the name of the resort. Uh, in season one, it's in Hawaii. In season two, we're in Sicily. But basically, we follow vacationers that are in this resort, you know, for however the long, however the show lasts. So, say like a week or ten days, you know, kind of a thing. And you see how these stories kind of intermingle and, and chaos kind of ensues. Like I said, the first season, while I liked all of it, I liked the idea and all of that. I felt it was a little slow. I felt not like slow, but I, I wanted more like events, I guess. Like yeah. more, you know what I mean? More fireworks, I guess. Yeah. Season two, I think we're gonna get that. It seems like they know how good they did. I think they probably get a little bit more budget. And I think that it seems like things are already in place. Like, the first season is very kind of just plain. The second season, I think we're going to have some murder, which I'm... That was sick, yeah. Because this, this first season seems a little bit more, like, comical. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same in season same two. Same vibe as season two, for yeah. sure. Yep. It's um, also one of those shows that different cast. The only returning character in season two is uh, Jennifer Coolidge, who you may know as Stiffle's yeah, mom. Yeah. That's what I call her yeah. all the time, Stiffle's mom. Yeah. Um, she's hilarious too. I just watched the episode. She had the melt. She was gonna release her mother's ashes into the boat, and just like had an absolute <laughs> yeah. meltdown and didn't do it. She's a kooky one in that show, yeah. man. Uh, but she's the only returning character from season one, which I think is a hit. Okay. Like obviously, I had to imagine that she probably tested above all the other characters by far. From yeah, except for maybe the hotel manager. He was really. Good. He's very funny too. Yeah, he's the other. He's the other really good one. 
but aside from that, um, Aubrey Plaza, she's in this season. She's I did obviously see that, yeah. a pretty big name. And then, um, oh, uh, Christopher Moltisante. Nice. From Sopranos. Yep. Um, Michael Imperioli. He is, he, he's in it this season as well. There's a couple of other people. Uh, I know there's a, um, a girl from Gossip Girl that's in there. I can't remember her name, but good cast. And like I said, this season, this second season, I'm much more into it, right? It's only been two episodes, Sunday nights, 9 o'clock, literally stole the House of the Dragon time slot. The big shoes to fill. Yeah. Like I said, that first, the first season did really, really well. Like I said, I know it cleaned up on Emmys. I think Jennifer Coolidge actually won one for her character. Oh, nice. Um, what was your most, like, what storyline were you the most, like, without getting too much into it, because Luke, I said, I know you haven't watched it yet, but what, like, what was the most interesting season one? Season one, I mean, I can tell you what I wasn't, it was, uh... Dondaria and her husband, man. I the Honeymooners? Yeah. The yeah, Honeymooners, yeah. they did nothing for me at all. See, I'm kind of interested because, uh, like, the first episode, again, I'm not trying to spoil too much, but, like, the very first scene, like, he's flying home and they're, they're saying they're, they're bringing a body onto the plane. Yeah. And he's by himself. So, like, I still, like, remember that. And, I like, the Honeymoon's not going too well. So, I'm, like... You know, I'm glad you said that because I haven't seen that first season in a while. I'm glad you just reminded me of that because season two actually opens up in a very similar fashion. Is it? And yeah. I, I forgot all about that until you just. So said that, that that's the only thing that I'm interested in is that I just remember him not being like his, you know, his wife isn't with him. Right. In like the first season, like I first that like first uh, scene of the whole thing. Yeah, Alexandra Dondaria. Yep. Smoke. Yeah, beautiful. Um. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't even know the most interesting. They're all just kind of interesting. The hotel like, manager to me, every time he was on screen, I I kind of perked up in my seat a little bit. I, I fucking thought he was hilarious. Yeah. Just him, like, with being able to just be like so high when he's around the customers to just being like, you motherfucker. Like, yeah, you know right. what I mean. As soon as he's behind a closed door, that really cracked me up. I like Jennifer Coolidge's character too. Those are yeah, she's that very that funny too. The one, the, the guy who felt like he's worried about if he has cancer or not, and then oh yes, yes, and then yes. thought that his dad did and didn't, That's and then right. they explained to him why. <laughs> yeah, <just> <laughs> That's right. Yes. Uh, I can't think of his name, and it's um, Coach Taylor's wife there too. That's, that's yeah, that's his, that's his yeah, wife. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, season one, I I, I didn't, I liked it. But every episode, I kind of came away like I wish something yeah, more like, happened. Oh, okay. But the second season, I think uh, I think we're in for a little bit more fireworks. Like I said, it's been two episodes so far, so you guys can go catch up on that. We'll talk about it a little bit more next week. But I'm interested in this season, big time. Yeah. I'm very intrigued by it. Very, very intrigued. And also, you know, like you said, first season Hawaii, second season Italy. If there's one thing even about I didn't know it was just like different that. places. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Same, you know, whatever, like brand of hotel, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Nice. Different locations. Hmm. But both of them, that's like one of the things I was going to say, especially, you know, season one wasn't a huge fan of all of the storylines or whatever, but everything always looked beautiful. Same thing in this season. Yeah. Like they were doing the whole island thing, obviously, in Hawaii. Now we're kind of like in Italy and we're in Sicily, like I said, so they're still with the Mediterranean vibe, but sometimes they're in like the little, like, you know, the little downtown section of Italy yeah. with uh, all the old school so it's more like, like, like I don't say villagey, but I, I yeah. see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, it's that old that old school towny vibe from, you know, it's all, it's really cool. I really enjoy it. The show, the show looks looks beautiful, really nice, just pleasant to the eye to watch, you know what I mean? As well as Sydney Sweeney's boobs. Yeah, Sydney Sweeney in season, <laughs> season one. Dumps them out. Not on this show. I hope so. Not no, damn it. Uh, no, sorry. You'll have to tune into Euphoria for that one. Um, but I think from there we'll go into Black Panther, yeah? Yes. Let's do it. Let's talk some Black Panther because I am very, very, very excited. I think I'm going to be rewatching the first one tomorrow night, I think is my plan. I believe I'm going to dive into that, which I love the first one. I think I have yeah. it. I always keep fucking remember. I keep forgetting to bring in my Marvel list when I do these shows, but I think I have it. I want to say fifth in my Marvel rank. 
things. Well, I'll say it. I'd probably put top 10 towards the bottom of 10, but yeah, up there. I want to say I got it fifth. If it's not fifth, it's right around six, seven. Yeah. It's right in that area. I know that. Well, I love the first one. I'm very, very, very excited for this one for so many reasons. I mean, the trailers, I think, have been awesome, first of all. Yeah, that first one was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. The music yeah, was, was unbelievable. So I'm so intrigued to see how they handle the Chadwick Boseman passing, the patching of, you know, how they do it in the story, you know what I mean? Yeah. How does T'Challa go kind yeah. of a thing. I'm very excited to see, obviously, what we're going to do with the torch now. There's been a lot of passing of the torch in the MCU lately, but I definitely don't think that that was going to be one of them for the plans. I think he was. Yeah, this is the only one they haven't expected for sure. Right. Yeah. I think they were setting him up to be kind of like a, you know, him, Doctor Strange, Spider Man. I think those three were going to be the new Captain Captain America, you know what I mean? But I think those are going to be the guys that they introduced from the first, you know, the first saga that they were going to carry and to kind of be like your new leaders, kind of. Yeah. So. I think, you know, I'm very excited to see who's going to pick up that mantle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that that, you know, definitely, because I talked to you about her a lot. I am, or I've already been a huge, huge, huge Sherry fan. Like, mm. massive. I think that we're going to see her character develop faster than they probably normally would have done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She'd only been kind of sprinkled in here and there so far. Yeah. She's a big part of the first movie, the Black Panther movie. Right. But the rest of them just kind of sprinkled in. I think that obviously she's gonna be coming out party for bigger, bigger part of this movie. Yeah, I'm very excited to see it. Yeah. Um, One thing that I mentioned, I know I've mentioned it to you before, that I think I'm looking to see in this movie. I'll bet that it happens. I'll put ten dollars on it without a problem. Twenty dollars on it without a problem. I think we're going to get a reference to Tony Stark. I think we're going to get a a reference in the sense that I think I've said before. I think that Shuri and Tony Stark had a friendship. That was okay. off screen. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. The biggest thing that I come to that I, I think I've I think again I think I mentioned it to you, but um, in the Black Panther movie, you've seen the Black Panther movie, obviously, yep. right? So Shuri, in the beginning, she shows T'Challa his new necklaces, right? The necklaces using nanotechnology create the suit. Right after that, we immediately see Tony Stark in Infinity War, the beginning of that New York battle where he's with mm-hmm. Doctor Strange and Wong and Bruce. He pulls the strings on his hoodie, and nanotechnology creates a suit covering them. So don't you think that's a wild coincidence that two different people would never have met and somehow have the exact same suit design at the, almost the exact same time? Right. No delay in time at all. You know what I'm saying? Like you see one and then bang, we see the other one right after it. So you don't think like, you don't mean like Easter egg homage, like you mean like flat out kind of just Story point. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind right. of. I, I think that especially we're going to get the introduction of uh, Riri Williams, who's going to be Ironheart. She's going to be yeah. getting her own series. This is going to be her introduction into the MCU. She is basically a Iron Man super fan. Using technology from Wakanda and being best friends with Shuri, she's going to basically start creating her own suit. She's supposed to create, I think, two suits in this movie, the Mach 1 and the Mach nice. 2. And you already have that kind of Easter egg, like in the trailer when she's yeah, banging out the, the Ironheart yeah. thing. It's you the same thing as when Tony starts um, making the suit. You get, yeah, you get that. And then you also get her vision of like her piloting, like how Tony Stark is yeah, all the yeah. time when he's like talking to Jarvis inside the yeah. suit. Like his is all blue, I think it is. Hers is all red, which right. is kind of cool. I like yep. Um but I'm very, very ex- – I, I think that we're going to find out that Shuri and Tony Stark were kind of like – were cool. You yeah. know what I mean? And we never actually really – actually, no. You never see them like on screen together because in Infinity War, he is off in space. Right. He's not part of the team yeah. that goes to Wakanda. She's on Wakanda trying to reprogram Vision. 
So exactly. Yeah. So they've never even had the opportunity to say like, "Oh, hey, what's going on? Like, good to see you in person." Yeah, right. Like, it's you thing. finally. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think with the introduction of Riri being such a Tony Stark super fan, I think there's going to be a reference to like I said that that her and Tony had been friends and had a relationship previously. Like I said, probably off, not probably, but off screen. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Uh, they're the two smartest scientists in the world at that point, right? They're, yeah, you know, Bruce they, Banner, maybe, but they're all they're all the same, you know, yeah, same level same. of intelligence. Yeah, that so. part Infinity War is so funny to me when Bruce Banner shows up and she basically is just like, "Why didn't you, you know, why didn't you just do this? It would make it, like way simpler." And Bruce is just like, "Because we didn't. Well, we didn't think of it. Think of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true too. But that's that's like I, but, you know, maybe maybe Tony shared some uh, time travel stuff with her, and she shared some nanotech with him. You know, yeah. That's how, that's how the good guys should work together. Yeah, it makes total sense that the most like advanced society, the, like, and we had not only the most advanced society in Wakanda, we had the most like advanced society, uh, scientist in Wakanda, so the most advanced of the advanced, right. talking to the, like you said, the next smartest person basically on the planet. Right. Somebody who could fund the technology. True. You know. Yeah. Good. Good point. I'm just glad. Actually, I don't think we're coming to for money. That's true. Yeah, I'm sure they're doing well for themselves. Yeah, but I'm just glad that it's not like uh, like if you saw the original premise for it, it was supposed to be like how T'Challa is dealing with the post Thanos snap. Yes. I'm kind of glad, and this isn't. I'm not trying to say anything bad about like Chadwick Boseman or T'Challa or anything, yeah, but no, like no, I'm glad that this like this isn't the premise of this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't really need to see that. If that makes sense, like yeah. I'd rather just see like the next step in the Marvel. Like I'd rather yeah. see this be the beginning of fa- of Phase Three, versus this being like the end of Phase Two, and that's what it seemed like the original premise was. Right, was like this is the final character that they're showing that's dealing with the the post Thanos snap and like this world after this world after that. So I'm kind of yeah, glad like, that's not the premise. Like that's not the premise of it. Ryan Coogler, the writer and director of the movie, while obviously he had to go and rewrite a whole new script, he said that the original script was still very much um, like very grief oriented. Yeah, dealing with struggle, dealing with heartache, right. dealing with grief. So I think there's still a lot of that those same vibes yeah. in this. Different grief, a whole a whole new script. Yeah. But speaking of Ryan Coogler, I watched a very cool little, just like a two minute behind the scenes thing. Uh, it was all just basically the cast and everybody, every single person on the cast was like they were ready to fucking die for this go for war yeah go to yeah. war with them go to, nice. yeah they were just like there was like so much praise and you could just like hear it in the way they were talking you know yeah. what i mean they just had like the utmost respect just like not like him as a storyteller him as a director but uh shuri shout out latita Wright. she even said she was like ryan kugler is a man who must be protected at all costs <laughs> i love this girl it's like man. kevin feige and, uh, and ryan yeah. kugler yeah, he's also working on the uh, the Creed movies, which I mentioned. He directed the first two, who's oh, okay. now being stepped in for Michael B. Jordan. But yeah. he's still like, um, hmm. I think he helped co-write it. I think he produced it and all that mm. stuff. So nice. still a part of it. But yeah, talented, talented guy. Um, along with Ryan Coogler returning, we got Angela Bassett returning. Still Queen uh, Queen Ramonda. She's going to obviously have a I think a bigger role. Yeah, Based huge. On the trailers, it looks like yeah. she's going to have a bigger role. Latita Wright, Shuri returning. Yep. Lupita Nyong'o, Nakia returning. Then we got the Dora Milaje, Dania Gurria, Florence Kasumba, Okoye, and Ao both returning. Kind of like the, like that typical. I don't want to say like she's the comic relief of Black Panther, but I feel she like does, that's yeah, what yeah. she. You know what she, I mean? She, like, does. she, she gets a couple that. laughs in there. She's supposed to be having her own series. Uh, Okoye is supposed to be having her own series. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna. Hopefully, it's one of those things that they turn into a, like um like a special. Yeah, because I could get behind. It's supposed to be like basically before she's in the Dora Milaje. 
Oh, okay. I, I think, think she was a part of a different group before that. I think she was fighting somewhere else kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. I was like, I think she's a badass. I love her. So yeah. I could totally get into like a, a special or something like that about yeah. her in the, in the past time. I feel like she deserves one. Yeah, she's fucking cool. I like her. And uh, I don't know. I, I think a lot of these people in Black Panther are going to take oh, – everyone's going to have to step up their game yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be one person. I think everyone's going to have to elevate themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we got Winston Duke and Baku. I yes. loved Mbaku. Loved. A lot of people were calling for him to be the next Black Panther. I know that that was a very popular opinion online. Simply based off the trailers, that's not going to happen just because there's no way that size that man size is alone. Yeah. 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 I don't care what kind of Stark technologies you got going on in fucking Wakanda. It ain't covering that. But uh, very happy to see him back. I think he's going to have a, a little bit of a bigger role as well. Definitely. Though he was a he was a pretty big part of the first movie. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. It seems I think he, where his role is is fine. I'm glad that they're not changing his role. Around. Yeah, I feel like his role is good right where it is. Yep. they don't need to change him. And then speaking of comic relief, we got Martin Freeman back also. Back is Everett Ross, who I liked in the first movie. Yeah, he was fucking funny. I like him a lot. A lot of people know him from Fargo. Uh, that's Steph loves him in Fargo. She loves that guy. Every time she sees him now, she's like, "Oh look, it's him." Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. Is that really? Yeah. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. In the Hobbit, yeah. Oh in the Hobbit. Not not the old sorry. Not, not the Lord not the Fellowship of the Lord. Alright, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. In the I'm Hobbit says, yeah. Alright, I got you. I watched those first two, but honestly, like I tried to black them out. Yeah. To, no, it's it's tough to yeah. <laughs> pull them out of my brain and throw them away. Yep. The other build off. Yeah, yeah. And then we get some new people. Like I said, I mentioned earlier, Dominique Thorne gonna be Riri Williams, Ironheart. First look at her. Very excited for that. We got Tenakureta, Namor. Mabel Kadina, Namor, his little sidekick companion, and then Alex Levani, who's going to be the guy who I think is kind of seems like he also wants to have he wants Namor's spot as well, basically. Yep. So what I was picking up a little bit online, it seems like Namor, while he's going to be you know the bad guy, seems like he's not going to be like super. Uh, what is antihero? Antiheroes, the yeah, anti-hero. what they're looking for, yeah. First mutant going to be in the MCU, so that's exciting because we know we know the uh, the X Men are coming, just a matter of time. But this is going to be the first mutant confirmed we have in the MCU, and like I said, it seems like he's going to have probably more of a role going forward. I would imagine if they're not going to make him a full blown villain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's, it seems like right now he's the I don't know, like he's kind of like the puppet, not the puppet, but you know he's doing the work for Atuma. I think Atuma is going to end up being like the big villain, and I don't know if he he's going to last this movie maybe going forward. But okay. it seems like Atuma is like the the leader of this like the on this like right undersea world, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Namor is kind of like I said, he's just like the the guy that's again he's not getting his strings pulled or anything, but he's the one kind of doing the talking and this that and the other. So like it seems like prediction wise, I would think by the end of the movie, I think he kind of. Like you said, he doesn't turn into a full hero, but I don't think he's going to, like, Namor's going to be the bad guy. Yeah. Like, it's going to end up being Atuma that they're fighting by the end of the movie. Because they're also kind of keeping him under wraps a lot. I feel like I haven't seen Atuma that much in the, the trailers or no, anything like that. Like quickly. So I think it'd be, you know, I kind of think that they're they're keeping him keeping him under wraps until the movie starts, but I think he's going to end up being, like, the main villain in it. I'll tell you one thing, I got his fucking Funko Pop already. That thing's awesome. Yeah, he's also awesome looking. Sick. Yeah, he's yeah. also awesome looking. Namor does, too. I got both of them. Yeah. They both look awesome. They look yeah. like a gangster. Uh, but I'm, this movie looks so awesome. It reminds me the Avatar 2 trailer and this, the underwater scenes look like I feel yeah. eerily similar. Yeah, I don't know if they, they use really the do. same technology or whatever. Supposedly James Cameron went to fucking like college again all over for like 10 years to learn how to shoot underwater <laughs> just to do Avatar 2. So, Impressive. Yeah, no shit. But this movie looks just as good in the trailer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It looks wild. Yep. So I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of looks, that's another big reason why I'm excited for this movie. I love Wakanda. I love Wakanda. Yeah. 
all like the way it looks. I love everything about it. The vibe, I, I, the, the dress, the garb, the colors, the jewels. The I love all of it. Yeah, some like of the, the scenes of the show too look like they look so good. Like the when uh, Shuri, she's, she looks like it's kind of like a temple thing. I don't know if it's for T'Challa yeah. or what with like the the flames and it's like almost underwater. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that looks awesome too. They look so good. I can't wait. Yeah, very very excited. Gonna be probably checking it out on like Saturday. I would say. But what do you think about? I know they keep obviously they're not gonna come out right out and say it. But the fact that everyone keeps saying. Doctor Doom is not in this movie. Doctor Doom is not in this movie. Doctor Doom is not in this movie. It makes me think that Doctor Doom is in this movie. <laughs> yes, because like it's especially like, the thing that came out that said that he's not in fan, like he's not rumored to be the Fantastic Four villain. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that. that so just it, makes you think he's gonna be somewhere else. So it's rumored that he's not gonna be the Fantastic Four villain. They're not gonna wait until the end credits of Fantastic Four to release. No, Doctor like Doom. Fucking so long. Hey, don't yeah, don't do that. No movie, way. Please. Nah, there's no shot. I don't no even shot. care if you show the actor that's playing him. You know what I mean? I don't even care if they just show like his back and it's just you know the Doctor Doom. That's what I think. You see his helmet, his cape, like and all that. I don't even need to see you playing him. I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, I, I need a little a little something out of it. That's something I think you might get, like an end credits kind of. A I think they said there's just one too. There's just one post credit scene that's in this movie. Great to know going ahead of time. Yeah. So I don't sit around for an extra 15 minutes for no reason. But I don't. I don't think it's gonna be like a comic relief if you're gonna have one end credit scene it's gonna be something that's leads to like phase three or the comic relief ones are always annoying yeah and they're fine <laughs> if you have two like if you if you no, even it out with the second one yeah <laughs> so right. for 15 minutes and that's a comic relief thing I'm like yeah be yeah man. the only good one was the, the one in uh was the one in the first spider-man where captain america's like He's like patience, or at least talking oh. about like I know you're looking forward to something and you're disappointed when it doesn't happen. But it's just like it's, uh, like that's like in the after school detention. Yeah, doing like a training video or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, the only yeah. good one. But if you're gonna have one, it it's got to be a meaningful one. So, like I said, I don't care if they, I don't even need to know who's playing them. Give me this cape or some kind of reference or something. I think we're gonna get it. Like I said, to me, Marvel is so buttoned up and like kind of just like they, everything they do is with purpose. Like they don't. Yeah. They don't like. They don't get nervous. They don't fucking stop scammering around. Like they're not gonna be like, oh, he's not in this, not in this, not in this. At least, at least not with the movies. I feel like they kind of panicked with She-Hulk a little bit. You know when we were talking about when they're showing like scenes from the following episode and yeah, it's like yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna panic with movies at all. I don't think so. I, I, like I said, I think that the re- like they keep saying it over and over again. It makes you think that he's gonna be in there. A little pop up, like you said, end, of the, end credits kind of a thing. Just a small one. I mean, you didn't see Thanos and. The post-credit scenes for a while, and you know, Phase One, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? First, one? I think so. Yeah, even that was just like his like chair or something. Yeah, 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 like you don't barely even see him. That's all I need with that. <laughs> Show me some dude on a chair in outer space. Doctor right. I'm like, oh, all right, here we go. Awesome. Yeah, but uh, very excited, Luke. How about you, baby? Black Panther two. You gonna check it? How often do you go to the theater? Uh not very often since uh, since COVID, honestly. Since COVID, and, uh, yeah. And I went and saw uh, James Bond and Dune. Like, really close back-to-back in IMAX. James Bond. What was the last James Bond movie? Uh, I can't remember the last one. I think it's No Time, no to, time die. to Die. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was really good. That was just uh, saying, it seems like that was one of the hits, right? Yeah, Remy Malik was the villain. The one before it. St- okay. I was going to watch it, and then I watched Spectre. Spectre was the one before it. Man, I thought that movie was just bad. Yeah, it's kind of their MO, right? Hit, song. miss, hit, miss, hit, miss. Yeah, hit, miss pretty much, thing. yeah. That's what they've been doing? Yeah, I mean, Casino Royale was sick. Right. Skyfall was Quantum sick. of Solace was in between that. Sucked. Yeah, Skyfall was, was very the good. Best one yeah, from all the Bond. The last one I saw, I remember it very vividly, for a few reasons. Um, but it was very bad. 
I think it was Quantum of Solace. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't good. Good time at the movie. <laughs> Guy hoarding, like, water in the desert. Yeah, it's like oil that. money and stuff. <laughs> That's the villain. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you bastard! Yeah. I don't think I watched very two seconds of that. <laughs> that was, it was awful. Oh, man. Very, very bad. Uh, but Black Panther 2. Yeah. Coming Friday. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go check it out Friday because I have a wedding I'll be going to. I'm going not, unfortunately. I'm very excited to go to the wedding. You'll be at that too, right? Me and Lukey, baby. We'll have a good time. Cut it up. Uh, it's wedding season, baby. It's wedding season. <laughs> you just had a wedding yourself. Yeah. Wedding season Great all around. Time. Great time. Uh, but definitely go check it out this weekend. Luke, if you want, come check it out with us, baby. I think we're probably going to go on Saturday. I'm, I'll be around. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. So we're going to grab some tickets. Probably do that one day. Actually, I'm going to do it tomorrow because I'm off. Uh, but yeah, go check it out. It's going to be a fucking good time. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Sherry, I think, I mean, I guess it's the only other thing we guess we can really talk about. Do you guys think it's going to be anybody else but Sherry? Do you think there's any chance it's anybody else? Nope. Doesn't seem like it. No. No. I also, you know, one other thing I saw is that there was multiple, multiple people donned the suit. I was like, that I wouldn't be a fan of. I wouldn't be either. I don't, I don't like that. I mean, she would would still be the only one that can take that, um. Ceremonial herb. Uh, thing, yes, I can't right? think of the freaking name of it. All of a sudden, oh, it's escaped my mind. But yes, so I mean that would be the slight difference. But why not give? Why not have a it's like Secret Service with all the suits? You vibranium know? suits, yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. The Dora Milaje already pretty can't trust people pretty tricked that. out in vibranium. Like the shafts are all vibranium. I would have to imagine that their gear is all vibranium. I don't know that, but I would have yeah. to bet on it. Yeah, I mean you could trust a few of them at least with the with the sick. Yeah, nanotech suit. I, I'd be shocked if it's not Sherry. She deserves it, man. She's a fucking yeah. Genius. I think She's I think the genius. payoff too would be awesome. Like during the movie, you know what I mean? Like that's like that in in uh, No Way Home, where like all three Spider Man come in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the whole crowd's cheering. Yeah, like yeah, I think you got to have that moment in this movie, and yeah. that that should be that moment. It's gonna be it's a long one too. I think you're right though. As far I think they're gonna make you wait too. I don't think you're gonna see anybody in a Black Panther suit for a while. No, I think you get the morning at first. You know, yeah. that's what I'm more. That's the most intriguing thing to me is I'm interested to see how they pull this off in this movie. Are they gonna have a funeral and stuff? And it seems I like think that's trailer. how it starts. Maybe yeah. Yeah. They, maybe it starts into that the trailer. But I'm just interested to see how they write it as to like what happened. I think it's gonna be intense. I think it's gonna yeah. be an intense. I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be sad. I don't know how else yeah. to say it, man. You know. Chadwick Boseman was awesome. I, I I loved how much he came into What If. Yeah. Because at first they said it was like one episode. Yeah. And the next thing you know, he was in another one. I was like, oh man, he came in again. I was like, who knows? He might come in again. And then he did. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> I mean, give me a, yeah, you know, it's terrible. I mean, what can you do? It's terrible, terrible, terrible. But the guy was awesome, man. The absolute dominating force. I'm glad. I, a lot of it's there's a small there's a small population again online, but there's a few people that wanted the recast, and I'm glad that they're not going. That no, way. that would be the. I don't. I'd rather have ten people in Black Panther suits jumping around than yeah. than seeing a fucking than seeing that. I would not have liked the recast no, at all. That would have very that would have upset me. That yeah, would, that would have upset me. Um, anything else about uh anything else? You all think Sherry? Yeah. Yeah, gotta be. How'd yeah. you guys know about all those other potential villains for X Men? Is that just from co- comics and stuff? Like, like who? Um, I don't know. You were rattling off these guys who might actually be um, like pup- the puppet master for Atuma. Uh, I know Kubo well. Khan or whatever. Atuma. Yeah. I say Atuma. I know. The first thing I knew about him is actually from the pop I got. <laughs> it's always honestly, you know, as you guys can see, I'm a, I'm a pop hunter. I saw so it's a curiosity and researching thing. That they they haven't really, told us anything about these guys. Nah, or, more researching for me. Yeah, than a little say, bit more saw, saw the pop, got the pop. Then the trailer came out, and obviously, you see now. I see this guy. I have a name to him. I'm like, all right, this guy looks fucking okay. awesome. 
So, so a quick, you know, quick little Google search, okay. you kind of find out a little bit of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I, I just was lost. I was like, should I know these Who? guys? <laughs> yeah, no, like, oh, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. all the movies. Like, oh, no, like I said, those are, those are some of the new characters coming in. Okay. Those ones at the it's end. No, I think like I said, they, that's the prime example. They've kept them very under wraps. I don't know. I feel like he's going to end up being the main villain. Yeah, yeah, that that scene that they keep showing in the trail that it's like, a, like underwater, like a submarine kind of a thing, submerged. That like it looks like they're like a whale. They look like they're riding a whale. If that's the one I'm, that that's too, I'm yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is awesome. Take that Avatar, yeah. free Willy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but it looks like you know, kind of like government. It looks like you know, the U.S. government or some government's kind of like doing some submarine search and shit. Yeah, they're gonna have to just trample right onto that. Yeah. And things I have to imagine not gonna go good. Yeah, I don't know. There was also um, remember a quite. Uh, was it Endgame or Infinity War? One of them. Where I think it's Infinity War. No, I'm sorry, I lied. It's the beginning of Endgame. Remember when they're doing like a bunch of the heroes are like in the, the Star Wars thing. They come into the meeting. They're like the holograms. Yeah, how, yep, yep. McCoy is one of them. Yeah. And she mentions that there was like an underwater earthquake. Earthquake. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, but like that's post snap. So that would be like is that like undone kind of. You know what I'm saying? Could this have some? Is this is the underwater earthquake that she mentioned going to happen in this movie kind of thing? Right. Or is that just a result of the, the, snap. the snap? Yeah, it's yeah. a good question. Yeah. Good call. But I'm excited for this movie. Of, you yes. know, I'm very, very excited. Like I said, I love Black Panther. I think I, th- I think it's fucking. Five. I think it was five for me. I want to say if it's not five, it's right around five. Yeah, and we need to bounce back from Thor, the last Thor movie. I thought it was very. A lot of people hate it more than I do, but a I thought it was very like it. average. A lot of people don't. It like was it. missing a lot. I like. I liked Philip Yeah, it was. It, <laughs> it, it, I it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was like funny and enjoyable, but it's Top just. Tier, yeah, just going back to like, I thought we were. I thought we were keep going on the right track with Thor like solo movies. Like yeah, Ragnarok, no, such yeah. a good fucking movie. Christian Bale's character was awesome. There was just not not a lot of them, but I don't want to get sidetracked. Yeah, I think he just was, over. He was. Yeah, yeah, I just think overall we just need to have you know Marvel as a whole needs to have a good bounce back movie. No, I hear you. I, I think people were upset because it's Thor, but I don't mind every once in a while we sprinkle in a movie that's a little bit more just like, let's just fucking have some fun. Like, at the end of the day, we are superheroes yeah. here. We don't have to fight for, like, right. the end of the world all of the time, yeah. even though they do do that in that movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is still a superhero movie, so we still do have to fight for the fate of all the worlds and stuff. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Sometimes I like just to fucking, like, yeah. just have and That's why I love the Guardians yeah. movies. I don't need every movie here on out to be, like, the, the characters, how they're bouncing back from the snap, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was like, I didn't yeah, need yeah, the yeah, last yeah, Thor yeah. movie to just be, oh, how is Thor living post-Thanos snap? Yeah. So... It, it was fun, but like I said, compared to like how Ragnarok was. Just a dumb good time. Yeah. Just a dumb good time. Russell Crowe as fucking Zeus was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was actually so was funny. funny. The screaming goats yeah. were so funny. Yeah. I, I loved a lot of it. I just yeah. Fucking, I, I, li- I liked it. But yeah. Black Panther 2, Friday. Go check it out. Very excited. We'll be back next week. We'll recap the movie, talk mm-hmm. about it, give it our ratings, talk about what we liked about it. I have high expectations, so. Yes. We'll see. I haven't gone into... What was the last... I guess Spider-Man was the last one I went in with. Actually, no. I went into Multiverse of Madness with some pretty high expectations, and I was slightly let down. I, that was one that I actually enjoyed. Like, more than... Dude, I was like the opposite. The majority I, of people kind of felt the same way, and I, I thought I liked it more than most people. America Chavez angers me. Yeah, she's not a good Watching character. her... Yeah angers me yeah she's so bad i yeah. don't understand how she got into this universe i don't yeah. get it there's very few times where i'm watching these movies where i'm just like what it like dude she's she's awful man. awful dude watching her is unbearable for me i'm not looking forward to anything that she's doing in the future uh, just oh man oh she just makes me just cringe stay in the she's, multiverse will you? for real please 
Um, but from there, I think we'll uh, go over to Andor, yes? Yes. Dive on in. We have a double dose of Andor. We got episodes eight and nine. Before we get into it, are you guys, what are you guys' thoughts on um, like the longevity of him being in prison? I mean, like, I'm kind of surprised that it, he's been in prison for this long. Mm. I thought it was kind of going to be a quick, like, I would say one episode where he escapes and goes right back out. So you guys like surprised that I like the length of it, but like I said, I'm not criticizing it because I think it's been awesome. But I kind of thought the prison episode, like he was going to be in prison for like one episode, and that was it. Well, you know, I would. My, I guess it's a good question. It's a good question. I would say I guess my answer is because they've been doing so many three episode, not so many. That's it's only been fucking eight episodes, nine episodes. They've been doing a lot of those three story arcs. Mm-hmm. Like the first three right. were kind of one okay. arc. Yeah. Four, five, and six were kind of one arc. Yeah. That episode seven was the first one that really felt like a very individual, self-standing episode. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? I could see this being another one of those three like three episode arcs. So we had eight, we have eight, nine, and then maybe ten we break out, which is what we're should be. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> lay off at nine. It seems like we're ready for a breakout. Yeah, so. I think you're right on that. I could see you know again using that kind of same formula. Yeah, and then that leaves us with eleven and twelve to wrap things up for season one yeah. before season two. Yep. Yeah, like I said I was just curious. I don't know. I've, no, I've enjoyed question. it, but it's not not what I was expecting, but in a good way. I guess it would have been a little bit weird if they like if he just got like six years in this like fucking new regime empire that's cracking down, and then he's yeah. just like out. I just didn't I didn't expect the depths of this prison that he was going to be in, and you know what I mean, and having yeah, yeah, yeah. like the car- like literal depths of the prison. The prison itself is very cool. As soon yeah. as they like got to it, that scene it's very early on, but he flies over it, and it's just like all ocean. Around. Yeah. Oh shit! There, this is kind of fucking. Their attention to detail. It's, it's so <laughs> good. To wear. I love the attention to detail in it too. Like yeah. they're in different pods, like with the sign language and all that stuff. Like yeah, that was very cool. I love it. Yeah. I would say the, I liked episode eight a lot, way more than I liked episode nine. I feel that I feel, the, the, I feel vice versa. Really? Yeah. Oh man, episode nine almost put me to sleep. I just felt like I was watching the same thing. See, yeah, I was so sick of those guys. If I had to watch those guys just basically do their job one more time, I was gonna lose my mind. I was like, I get it. You guys screw things in the machines, spin them around. I, like, I get it. I get it. Let's fucking move. But by nine, I was like, the end of nine, I was like. Let's go! Like I was ready for fucking yeah, yeah, episode yeah, yeah. ten. Now I'm ready to go good, fucking more. Luke, do you mind just uh, grabbing that cord and plugging that in for me real quickly? Appreciate you. Uh, should we dive into episode eight? Yes. Before All we right. do too, the uh, the they changed the intro up a little bit. I don't know if you noticed that. I watched the episode. They changed the yeah. Idea. This one too is more like. Uh, I was listening to. I caught it the sec. Like I caught up watching nine. They have. It sounds like kind of like a hammer. Like they're hammering something, kind of same thing as when he's I working. That. I, I didn't skip it. It sounds the exact same when when like when they're working on whatever it is they're doing. But yeah, I thought yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah, interesting too. It's, it sounds like like just hammering metal, like what they do when when could, they're. Could it be a callback to the the town? Remember in the first few episodes? Oh, they had the yeah, the tower. Oh, yeah, could yeah, be yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, that whole that whole town or city was based around cool. labor, pretty much. Yeah, right? that seems it's like cool. how they marked the day. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting too. The yeah, first time good. I watched that's it, that's cool. Good, good catch. I didn't. Yeah, I definitely didn't notice that. That's a good catch. Sure. <laughs> uh, episode eight, Narkina five. Again, we're gonna find out very, very quickly why the name of the episode is that. I feel like that's happened all this this whole show almost every time. It's right episode, off the rip. <laughs> what does that mean? And then like the first scene, I'm like, oh, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said it. We know the Yeah. We open up. Cassian is uh, heading towards his prison, basically. He's being escorted um, 
basically like kind of being escorted by some clone troopers to which ship he's going to be going on. There's a whole bunch of ships they are all kind of taken off. They ask his name. He's still using his fake alias. And they're like, all right, you're heading off to Nakina 5. And I was like, what the fuck is that? What the hell is Nakina 5? So right away, you got a name, like I said. Cassian's being shipped out. Still under the fake alias. Let's see. Ramsey at work. Literally just like... The, the nine to five. five. He's playing. It looks like he's playing like Tetris, basically. I was topic. thinking. Uh, I was thinking going back to Marvel with Tony Stark. He's like that guy's playing Galaga. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great call. You thought no one noticed? the corner, Yeah, that guy's playing Galaga. Call <laughs> out. That is. That's a great, great call. Uh, but he just looks, you know, like we've mentioned before, miserable, just waiting to fucking get a new job, get out of this place any way he can. We see two Imperial Gods, they're going to show up. Who they show up for, but him? Oh shit, he's being called in, summoned by Deidre. Deidre's here, she wants to talk to this guy. Uh, she was looking through the reports from Fennex and stuff like that. She's like, alright, you were questioned once before, I'm going to do it to you again, basically. You know, also, she mentions that he like, even while he's at this stupid new desk job, he's still like filing appeals for information like crazy to like, get more information yeah. on Andor. So A, he's obviously not letting up on his search at all, even right. though he's been literally fired and on a new job. Yeah. And he's just pushing the bounds of authority so much to the point that he's just going to yeah. piss off the Empire. Right. But Deidre's like, yo, you need to fucking, like, you need to chill. Yeah, what are you doing? You need to chill. You're going to get yourself in trouble. Yeah. Like, next time you're not going to be talking to someone like me, it's going to be someone a lot worse than me. Yeah. Ask him, if, uh, ask him if he left anything out of the report that the last time he talked to, question about the original, you know, incident on Phoenix. With uh, Bledin, that, that old officer that right. she replaced. He's like, yeah, I signed it. I, I was never able to actually read it, though. She's like, what the fuck? All right, these people are just incompetent. Get this guy the friggin' report. Let him read it. I'll be back in a little while. I got a meeting to go to. But we get Deidre and Ramsey for the first time. I was thinking Ramsey would be coming to the good side, but now I'm starting to have second thoughts again. Yeah, I'll save my thoughts on it because there's more going into episode nine. I still think it's going to end up being that. But I think, I think we get into how I'm feeling based more on episode 9. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll uh, little hang nail on that one there. I really want to like Ramsey. I want good guy Ramsey really bad. I think it's coming. I, really I, want I still it. do. I don't see any hints, so I'm curious. I'm yeah, curious. well, uh, I'll wait till 9 to, to give my thoughts. But cool. I, I still think it's coming. If Ramsey Bolton dies for the rebellion, I'm going to be a happy guy. I'm going <laughs> to be a happy guy. I need to turn around a little bit, you know what I mean? Even though his name is not Ramsey Bolton, and everyone that's not a Game of Thrones fan is like, what the fuck are you talking about, you psychopath? It's the same guy to me, damn it! Yeah. Uh, we go to Cassian, and he is arriving. Uh, he's still on the ship, but they're arriving to the planet, basically, that he's going to be imprisoned on, the scene that we kind of just mentioned. And we see this prison for the first time, and man, this place looks gnarly. It's literally in the middle of an ocean. No escape yep. possible. Yeah. Even if you're able to, you know, get past the gods or whatever, get out of your cell, however, whatever it is, where the fuck are you going to go? Yeah. Dive into the water and swim for hours? Yeah, Not Gladriel. There's like, like a whirlpool on each corner of the base, too. There's, That's right. Good call. I forget about those. That's some crazy cool. tech and energy going into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost day of, uh, day of tomorrow looking. Yeah. You know I mean, you get all those whirlpools. Oh, yeah, good call. I forget about those. Crazy. But prison looked cool. Like you said, attention yeah. to detail. Awesome. looked sick. Right, uh, right away, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. We need a ship. Yeah. We're going to need to do a lot. This is yeah. going to be a task. Because um, I'm thinking about it too. I'm like, because I, I still went into eight thinking it was going to be, you know, I felt like he was going to get out of prison pretty quickly. But like you said, I'm st- like, starts with the base. And I'm like, thinking say? of myself, I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> this looks pretty tricky to get out of here. <laughs> <No kidding. laughs> 
Reminds me of uh, what's the planet there with the banking clinic people that I love so much? Yeah, the Camino. Yeah, there you go. Just bases set up in the middle of the ocean right. and shit. Yeah. Friggin' that was yeah. The banking clinic will sign your treaty. Which going back to Tales of the Jedi, you find out why they have no access to it. Oh, I don't know if you got to that yet. I haven't gotten. Oh, right. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I'll leave it as is. Oh boy. Yeah, you find out why they have no idea. Might be my about favorite. the Camino. Might be, might be my favorite part of the prequels. Going to <laughs> the Camino ends are awesome. Yeah. Those people are great, man. Yeah. I love them. Cracked me up. Um, is that the people who made the clones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, those people used to crack me up, man. I don't know what it was, but that line I used to say, me and Seth used to say it all the time. And just anytime we would say, like, you know, instead of like saying, like, yo, you want to like hang out, instead of saying yes, you'd be like, the banking clinic will sign your treaty. (laughs) And today's episode is entitled? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, shit. We go to uh, Deidre. And she is going to be addressing the like the imperial like higher higher ups. Kyburn's on this board, but he seems like he's kind of just one of a number. Yeah. Kind of like how he's been like addressing Deidre, one of the yeah. number. Looks like how Deidre is addressing Kyburn. Yeah. So now now we're really really getting high up there. She uh, she um, shows she lays it right on the table that stolen star path unit that Cass had in the, the first couple of episodes that they weren't able to get. And then she's going to start laying out all of the evidence basically that she's got from Phoenix to the the. The stolen Imperial device to Andor to fucking off uh, the Phoenix, all of it. She's gonna try to tie it all together, show that there's a rebellion foreman. Kyburn backs her up. The guy that's like running this whole meeting, just like just like looking at a list the whole time. Just like, yeah, I'm listening to you. I was just like, Jesus, no one shows this girl any respect on right. any level, man. Yeah. Finally though, Kyburn Kyburn's balling with this girl. Yeah. He, he fucking found the star, I think. He knows a, a, a good employee when he finds one, you know what I mean? It's it's kind of like the like how the the empire is as a whole. Where like they like they give themselves too much credit and just leave yeah. out the like go, like you know how the Death Star like they like intentionally made just like one small circle. Like it's just like they're like why ignorance. is that there? Yeah, it's like their ignorance <laughs> just as a whole. Like if they just weren't so fucking ignorant from the beginning, they probably would have ended up just building the galaxy. Do you remember <laughs> what the Family Guy joke is about that from the Blue Hobbit? That it's so perfect, but it's just they're just like they're talking about. They're like this is one hole. And they're just like I oh, I can't fucking remember. It's yeah, so, I know it's perfect. It's oh. so fucking funny. Those movies we, we, we don't need to cover those? that. Yeah, up. Blue uh, Harvest. Blue Harvest into what is it? Something 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 dark side. Yeah, and then uh, I can't remember the last one. But those are all yeah, so epic. friggin' funny, man. I love those. Um, basically, like I said, though, the, the guy that's running this whole meeting kind of... Doesn't give a know, fuck. Yeah, he's kind of paying her attention, but mostly he's looking at this, basically, a list of... I get Not demands, but uh, asks. You know, she's asking for guards. She's asking for tech. She's asking for a whole lot of things that the Empire can give her, basically. Yeah, trying to pull in all the favors. And this guy, that's exactly what he said. He's like, you're asking for a fucking lot here. You know what I mean? But like I said, Kyburn backs her up, and then she really doubles down. She, like, fucking... Even though she, like I said, she's under Kyburn, so she's got a very way down here. She fucking, she's grabs her balls on this oh, one. Yeah. She's like, yo, listen, like, I want to double down on Phoenix. If we find this guy, this is the closest thing we got to a lead. Let's grab this guy. They name him Axis, I think it is. Who's she's, They're trying to right. find Luthen. Yep. They, they don't know his name yet, so they refer to him as Axis. She's like, we can get Cassian. He'll lead us to this Axis guy. And then basically, there we go. We, we have the rebellion. Basically. Yeah. And they're like, all right, it seems like you got enough evidence here. I think Kyburn vouching was that that piece that the put final over thing the that edge. she needed. Yeah, I think that was big. I think I think she needed that. Right. But it's interesting too that they're not even their main. Like you said, their main goal is not even getting Andor. It's just getting Andor to get Luthen. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, so 
they they just mentioned that like a couple of soldiers were able to like somewhat identify a guy in a cloak. I think they say they mm-hmm. don't have much information. Yeah, on, but they know he's out there. And if he was able to get Cassian off world, that's what I was thinking. Right. I was like, if they escaped, like why are you gonna lock down on Phoenix? Assuming maybe he's gonna go back. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess people do usually tend to go home. Is right. kind of a thing. Especially with his mom sense. still being there. Yeah. Otherwise, where do you even They're start? Spying. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. Where you know, fucking galaxy, right? Fucking yeah. planets. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. So it looks like uh, Phoenix is going to be, even though the the Empire's already moved in, it seems like the Empire is going to fucking double move in. It's yeah. Like this whole task force is going to be heading there. Yep. Basically. All systems go. Yeah. Uh, Cassian arrives. He's now inside, and we find out that he's not like just out of prison. He's at a full blown fucking labor camp. Yeah. We see these gods walking up, which I could not stop laughing. Normally, Star Wars things, I know sometimes they look goofy, but I'm like, all right, cool. You know, it's Star Wars. These Empire gods walking in fucking Burton snowboard boots was like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Yes. I was like, I got these boots downstairs. I yeah. love the snowboard. Yeah. I can show them. But you guys hitting the slopes? The Empire hitting the slopes? Yeah. They just came back from Hoth ripping yeah. the fucking, <laughs> ripping the mountains. <laughs> you just got back from Hoth. Nice. I love wow. it. Well, right away, I was cracking up. I was like, what the fuck is this? But, hey, we're going to see it, actually, because this guy, he's like, hey, you know, you'll notice that we're not really carrying any weapons here, you know, no guns or anything like that. And then he pulls out basically like a remote control. Kind of looks like the thing from Men in Black that they used to Yeah, yeah, right, the mind eraser thing. Yeah, yeah. kind of looks like that. Little remote control, though. All these new prisoners, these new men, along with Andor, I think there's about five or six of them. That have been basically selected that they're in good enough shape. To say it's uh, based on it's based on the shape that you're in. Yeah. determines where you go. Yeah, Man, don't want any uh, old. Actually, don't want the old guys dying on you. We're gonna get there. <laughs> uh, about five, you know, five or six of these guys, new prisoners showing up. They're all shoeless, no shoes. So I'm like, all right, what's going on here? This guy pulls the control. The next thing you know, these fucking all the prisoners and don't included the start like shocking. It looks like they're being electrocuted basically. Yeah. So they say that the ground is basically all controlled to, you know, electrocute these guys on command. Yeah. That's why I think they show, boots. they show like the, the pit where everybody's shoes are too. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Massive. Yeah. Just the uh, interesting method, you know, it's, it's definitely, it works, I guess. And, yeah. But to me, I just feel like, I don't know, unless those boots are real, I guess those boots are special for a reason. I was going to say, like, what if you just have, like, I don't know, what if you have, like, your normal boots on? <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, it ain't for style, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> They're not special Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you just, like, they take their shoes, but, like, how strong is this thing? Like, right. Can you just, like, I don't know, take, like, your bed sheet and wrap it around your foot? It seems like they must need whatever thickness, you know, of the, the boots. Okay, but, I got you. Okay, yeah. I like but it. All, is it definitely electricity, or is it some other... That I'm not sure of. It yeah. seemed, like, to me, like, because they were kind seemed of, like... like, torturous. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, it could be. I, I think it's, again, it goes into episode nine, but I, I wonder if it's the same thing as something that happens in episode nine. Like the same the, kind of uh, motive of tech. The yeah. Thing? Yeah. I wonder. Mm. I, I kind of thought it was the same motive of te- technology. Like, of somehow? torture. Just like reused, kind yeah. of repurposed. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe. That was pretty creepy. Like I said, I said electric, I said electric just because of like kind of the way they were like. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, it's like the, nerve. Yeah. Like, like nerve. Yeah, it's the closest thing we have to it for sure. And it could be electricity, but. I got the feeling that it was some other tech. I don't know. Yeah, it easily could be. Yeah, it's fucking Star Wars. Just yeah. seen the, like I said, just the first thing that came to my mind. That's why I wrote right. It. And they said some, like one guy who died, he was fried or whatever. I was just he say, went on the rail. Fried, yeah. Like, Which again, walk on the, like, walk on the if rail. you like, electrocute yourself, like, no, that person got fried. No? Yeah. 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 So that's what, that's, that's what I'm saying. That uh, points to you being right. I got just curious. My guy. I'm going to step behind them. My guy. <laughs> I'm not always clear. <laughs> no, that's my bad. <laughs> I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. But yeah, you know, whatever it was, either way, it, it's very unpleasant, clearly. And um, it's, it's all generated from the floor, which is going to be tough. You know what I mean? What the fuck? 
I, I swear, at first, that's what I was thinking. My first thought when I saw these shoes, I was like, these guys are going to start, like, I don't know, walking on the walls or upside yeah. down or something like that. Right. Magnetic or some shit. But, no, just uh, just protection. But, fucking uh, Andor, like you said, Andor's got his, uh, he's got his hands full, man. Yeah. Lecture, electric, Not an easy escape, electric floors, yeah. fucking water, like waterbound prisons. Yeah. This is gonna be tough. Seems yeah. like he's like on the whole way in to almost planning his escape. He, he's just kind of yeah on a swivel, like yep, counting the boots in the rack, just like, gathering information like, yeah, the whole time. It's, it's yeah. kind of cool. Eyes yeah. wide open, constantly, yeah. just like yeah. always observing. Even as soon as he gets, we actually we're gonna get there. But as soon as he even gets to like his job and stuff, like right away, attention to like, details right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, from there, we go to back to Ramsey and Deidre. And Ramsey basically is gonna be like, "Yo, there's a lot missing from this. Basically, all of like the negligence. Like, who wrote this? The rug. Yeah, yeah, all the all the negligence. It's from like any of the other CIA employees. papers, which is a bunch Black of shit is blacked out. That's exactly right. This. That's exactly right. She asked him more about Luthen, which he doesn't really have much to offer her. Bailey, like, yeah, I think he says like uh, something about his cloak again, boots, something like that. And then he actually he does mention one thing. He says, "I, I heard his voice. I could recognize his voice." So, it know, seems like his thing too is Andor, not necessarily Luthen. Definitely, you know yeah, what I mean. Like, I don't think his, I don't set. think his payoff is Luthen. Yeah, true. very, very set yeah. on Andor. Um, it's personal. Yeah, right. for real. <laughs> uh, Deidre's basically going to be like, "All right, you know, like cool, like thanks for your help, kind of a thing. Like I'm good with you. Go back to your like your shitty desk job." <laughs> he's like, "Oh." And then yeah, he's gonna make he's gonna kind of make his bid. He's gonna plead his case to it, or kind of like take him on, kind of a thing. And she's just gonna be like, "Dude, like you're lucky that like." everything's okay right now because you like i said she's like stop i think she said stop sending in reports for fucking more information stuff just like do your job yeah and like just chill like relax kind of a thing yeah. but he just looks like absolutely devastated just like no i'm gonna be stuck here forever <laughs> get me out of here she's like you sent in six reports she's like I, it was seven yeah, so, yeah. yeah that's right that's right that's right no shame no shame in his game uh, we go back to the prison and we see Cassie and he's basically going to get brought through kind of like a like a security checkpoint kind of a thing. And he gets brought down into his new work quarters. And we get introduced to Andy Serkis. Welcome to the Star Wars universe. Kino he's Lord. been there before. Has he been there before? Yeah, he played, uh, he played Snoke in the, uh, the, last, the, uh, uh, the last trilogy. Gotcha. So, has gotcha, been in there gotcha, before. Gotcha. I didn't even know that. Another motion capture. Uh, to his credit there. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, missed that one. Yeah. Good, good but like time. I said, he's doing this new thing where he's actually playing himself and things and not, and not yeah. just like being CGI'd around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very talented guy. Uh, Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Planet of the Apes, Caesar, like you mentioned. That was a good one. I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah. Uh, directed the Venom and Venom 2 movies. He's been a ton yeah, of I didn't fun. know that until recently too. Yeah, so he's, he's not on the... Yeah. Someone new is doing the third one. Um, but he's done, done a ton. A few other things too. He's in Black Panther. That's right. He's in Black Panther. Yeah. That's right. What is, doesn't he have like a mechanical arm or something in Black Panther? Yeah, yeah I think so. Mechanical yeah. Arm. That's right. He's like the kind of the bad guy in the beginning. Yeah. But uh, talented guy. Nice to have him in the uh, the MCU. Obviously, love Gollum. Like actually, I mentioned it to you guys, but if you guys are Lord of the Rings fans and you haven't seen it, watch anything. Just Google, like YouTube it. Behind the scenes, like Andy Serkis, Gollum, Lord of the Rings shit. It's fucking incredible man watching that guy like on like just perform you know like he's in like that one of those like slick suits like just yeah. like hobbling around with elijah wood and sam austin yeah. just like doing the voices and stuff it's just like this guy is awesome yeah. man dude same thing he's like, like that suck. he's like, like hobbling around with like james franco and planet of the apes too yeah, you know what yeah, i mean like yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. just doing he's doing the same exact stuff in the green onesie with ping pong balls on him. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um 
But yeah, so we get, you know, introduced, like I said, Kino Loy, and he is basically uh, the manager. He, he runs this, this, whole, this whole workshop, this whole level of men, we find out, basically. It's like a game to him, kind of. I think even the way he explains it, explains too. It, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's, it's his, like, game. Yeah, you, you play against each other, I play against the other room. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. It insinuates just how many people are in this prison, too, you know what I mean? By the way he talks about it, it's like, we can tell there's a lot of, a lot of flaws, a lot of levels, a lot of guys that are locked up here. Yeah. And like you guys kind of said, they all kind of compete against each other, trying to, you know, do the best work every single day. Probably getting some, you know, little bonus rewards and shit like that. But yeah, I think the, not the best rewards. Yeah, I think it's yeah, like no. the, it's just the flavor. They get like flavor, flavor in food. their paste. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Food. Ridiculous. like, oh, nice chicken flavor tonight. No. <laughs> you get just anything, just any flavor. It's like, <laughs> yeah. A tube. I know. A wall. Yeah. A tube and a yeah. wall. Gross. <sighs> Like it's a freaking uh, Froyo machine or some shit. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like no, it's good. it's really good for you. They want us strong. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah that's wild. Uh, cool, cool prison concept. I like it. Yeah. 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 Very yeah good. No, for sure. He gets introduced to uh, his his work crew basically, and they're you know they're they're worried because now they got a new guy here, so they can't be considered down a guy for the day, even though he's the new guy, which kind of sucks. I feel like that's fucked up. And he, like we kind of mentioned, just uh, right away, just kind of starts observing. Very observant of the what these guys are doing, the job that he's going to be, you know, doing all of it. Patterns for the guards and things yeah. like that too. Just like I said, eyes wide open the whole time. Yeah. Um, but you just see like these guys too, man. They just they're all just everybody in this this prison. They're all just working like dogs, man. Like dogs, like so hard, just pushing yeah. themselves faster, faster, faster. Like, wow. are we thinking there's any? It, uh, is it like like Death Star parts that they're made? Do we have any? idea as to what they're actually making or I was gonna ask that too all right that's a great is it, is it for like you know like say like atsts or things like that i like, like the uh, death star one way better i don't know i don't know what exactly what it is we're making i love the death star they that's are hexagon idea. right it's excited things which yeah would be like how you make a globe probably right right, a, right 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 it's excited hexagon. pieces or yeah. whatever you want to call it yeah. yeah i love that i don't know they said i don't know if it's a bigger picture thing or what I love it because they spend so much time in these two episodes. Watch like you spend so much time. They do the same fucking thing for 12 hours a fucking day. It's got to be something like that. Yeah. There's like sometimes there's not even a lot of conversation going on while they're doing it. It's like we're just watching these guys literally do this job. So it's like there's got to be a. They're just like motivating each other to win the day. That's that's the only conversation you have yeah. sometimes. They did say that the show is going to be about the little guys in the universe. You know what I mean? The the, the day guys, the daily. Like the little guys, guys got to be the yeah. ones making the parts for the Death Star. At least I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's, no. That's a great call. Maybe right? it's not. I, I don't know. I think that's great. You think at the very least it's parts for yeah, Tie no, Fighters like, or something? Like I said, but it'd yeah, be pretty cool. Fighters, it'd be pretty yeah. cool right. if it was Death Star, which is why it's like fucking. We have a deadline. Like yeah, twelve hours a day, yeah. every single day. Also, the fact that Ann doesn't help blow it up. He'll, yeah, he literally helped build it, and he's Dude. gonna help blow yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah, fucking nice. genius! Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's definitely. I love it. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. That's a good kind of like the guy from uh, Rogue One. Locked I can't think in. of his name. That's a good. That that's a good. Good. I like that. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Good connection. Man. I think we just pieced that together right there. Yeah, that'd be great. You know what I mean? The same guy that helped put it together. Full circle. I can't think of the guy's the name. Lord from Rogue one. The Lord giveth. The Lord taketh. That's right. Uh, who's the guy? Jimmy Smith. Shout out Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. The guy that designed the Death Star. Yep. Love him. He's awesome. He's a, bad, he's a you know, badass in yeah. Sons of Anarchy when he comes yes, in, he in the is. later seasons. All right. From there, we go. And we see that um, Mommy Martha. <laughs> Mommy Martha. Her husband. They're at a little cocktail hour. And we find out that she's trying to win over some votes. Seems like the Emperor and the Empire are putting in some new, uh, some just some new rules into effect that she's trying to basically stall, slow down a little bit. 
Give it a little bit more information, though. It seems not a little bit like you know, being a little bit more sharing with the husband. It seems like to this point, I felt like she was always trying to basically like whenever she wanted to fuck any business, she was trying to get away from him. Not like she's getting too into detail here, but she's she's still that she doesn't love. She doesn't love the empire, basically. You know what I mean? And he's obviously you know one of those big pro empire guys waving yeah. his picket sign. Yeah. But I was kind of all right. Maybe be trying to test the waters Loosen it a, little up a little bit. bit. I mean, you got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Figure. She needs to find support and funding. Yeah. <laughs> So, those are the two biggest ones. Yep. Uh, Tay Colma is going to arrive. We met last week. The uh, her, her friend from back in the day, he's going to show on up. And we find out that the husband hasn't always been so pro-Empire, but it was since he was a kid. And she said when he was 15, apparently, he was a little bit more of a, a, little bit more of a rebel. So, maybe, again, testing the waters, trying yeah. to maybe get him a little chip away at that, that pro-Empire. Come back. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but uh, Tay Colma, after a, a, a little bit, gets the husband out of there. They're able to talk a little business. And basically, this kind of mentions that it's, it's getting really hard to take money out, hide money from the empire. They're starting to crack down on everything. That's why she brought. That's why she basically invited him to that party last week, was so that she could hopefully right, get, get the credits. funding. Yeah. yeah, she wants to help fund the rebellion, which turns out basically that she took like this four hundred thousand credits that she removed. That she's just like, yo, like when the empire sees that this four hundred thousand credits gone, like. They're going to be tracking every single big monetary right. transaction. Like, Yo, what did you do with that money? Yeah. And she's going to be like, ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to kind of find a way to hide it, but it seems like they're having a tough time. Yeah. The Empire's cracking down all over the place, so we're going to have to try to figure out something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to Cassian, and basically we're waiting in this like fucking prisoner line, which we kind of saw, we mentioned a little bit earlier. He's seeing one of his fellow prisoners in front of him doing like a, basically a sign language, you know, hand gestures, sign language, to... Through the glass, through a glass window, to another tunnel, I guess if you want mm. to call it, of also prisoners that are in the same line that they're in, you know, good good part away though. Yeah. Pretty far off. Yeah. And you see just how massive in scale this prison is. Yeah, it's like you see, yeah, twelve floors around, deep. Twelve floors deep, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So there's a shit ton of Yeah, people. I think that's when I was like, Oh no, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> like we're not no, this is some multi episode breakout kind of deal. There's no way we're just getting out in one episode. Yeah. But you see just how many people the Empire's already been able to fucking wrap that up too, real yeah. quick. You know what I mean? Right. Especially I think there's a I think it comes later on, but they ask him the typical anything that any anytime you see a prison in any movie or show ever, they always go, What are you in here for? He says nothing, but usually they're like, yeah, me too, kind of laugh at yeah, him. Right. This one's like, yeah, a lot of that going around lately, but it's genuine because like, the yeah. Empire is just basically rounding up some. Yeah, like, just falsely like, accusing yeah. people. It's the he, same thing as Andor. Bodies. Yeah, so Andor got in, just yeah, exactly. falsely accused for nothing. Yep, yep. Uh, he gets into his uh, his sleeping quarters, which is basically two men to these very small, basically it is basically a jail cell. Yeah. Like a high, a little bit more of a luxury jail cell, I guess. Looks right. more like Star Barely, Wars. yeah. But that's when we're going to find out that uh, basically everything that you need to live is in this little fucking cell. They got, like, razor blades to shave. You got a little fucking sink. He's like, all right, cool. Like, where do we eat? And so we said, uh, that poop this in up. that room right there, you pull it, <laughs> uh, and that's your food. Eat as much as you want. Actually, yeah, you said it. It's nice and strong. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's when we find out, yeah, like you said, if you uh, you win the day, if you guys are the best shift on your level, you get flavored food. What a reward. Woo. I mean, my God. <laughs> what does it taste like? What does flavored mean? Uh-huh. I, I could, my first thought was just like you know like when you have like, like say like uh, like chicken broth basically kind of thing yeah like, it's like ramen like beef flavored ramen or something yeah. like oh nice it's just like yeah. hot water oh fucking <laughs> like yeah. you get a little beef flavor yeah. in there you know what yeah. I mean yeah like a flavor packet yeah <laughs> uh, the other thing in the cell that I don't know that I would love if I was ever if I was ever unlucky enough to be incarcerated I don't necessarily think that I would want a little ticker 
counting down to the days until I'm out right there all the time. Yeah, that's my especially when it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need like a like I don't know what the cutoff is. Like say a hundred days. Hundred days. Once you start getting to a hundred days, give me the sure. give me the ticker. <laughs> if yeah. I'm looking at three thousand six hundred and fifty six days left, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. See that? Yeah. I don't, don't want to see that. Totally agree. I'm trying to adjust my brain to this new life that I'm living. Don't I need don't it. Don't need that yeah. every day as I go to bed, wake up, brush my teeth. Nope. I'm all set. I'm carving 300, 350,000 fucking <laughs> yeah. days. Nah, no, thank you. No, 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 like no. Like a hundred. No, no, no. Give me a countdown. Um, and then we kind of get uh, some whispers from the other gods. They're kind of doing their, you know, they're all quartered together doing some gossiping. But it seems like the Empire might have made up some some events kind of almost to, to keep prisoners long. We find out that all these prisoners, their days recently doubled right before Andor got here. <laughs> Surprise. And they, there was a name of it. I didn't write it down. But, you know, there was some kind of an act that happened. They were, they were asking Andor about it. Andor was looking at him like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? And yeah. Like, he has no idea. Like, what's going on? They, they said that they doubled all of our days because of this event that happened yeah. as like a result of it. Right. And it was just like... Or even how Endor gets in. Happen. Like That's not real. They doubled. I feel like they doubled it even before they doubled it. They, you know what right. I mean? Like Endor gets yeah, six yeah, yeah. years for something that was like so so minor. Right, right. The well, it's said they it's for what down. he did. He's the one who caused it. It's for and it's for the heist that Endor oh. just did. Yeah, right. They, it's all those things that, that Kyburn... Uh, was like right. instituting. Is stuff. that it? Yeah, that he, makes he's sense. the reason. Yeah. Okay. Which is like, that's why it's even more awkward. It's like, yeah, I don't that, no, that makes sense too. But he also didn't know about it. But he he did. The lady just told him like, this used to be six months now. Six yeah, years. six years now. Have a good one. But that no, no that, that right. I remember that part. Yeah. All right, but, I got gotcha. you. Uh, In my head, because so like I said, I took it that he like genuinely didn't know. But that makes sense too. That he was just playing like, oh, I, oh yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. I wish they didn't do that. I got you. I got you. I got you. Whoever's the reason for this is an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, said, I took it as he just. It was, I, I took it as it was like an actual made up event, and they just used like they just made it up basically to double that time and keep it yeah. that longer. It does seem like it's uh, being swept under under the rug. Like it's some new thing they passed that they aren't telling the public about. But the reason is because of Andor for sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Or, that that makes squad. more like just logical sense. Like, yeah, good call. All right, I didn't th- I didn't take it like that, but I, I like that. Good call. This is we're doing. I like this. <laughs> nice. Talking nice. out. Talk I, yeah, my brain's <laughs> moving. You know, I'm buzzing. See that week off? We needed that. We needed, needed to get the neurons fired on all cylinders. <laughs> uh, we go to Mommy Mantha again. She's chatting with some dinner guests, like she said. We're trying to work, uh, work over some votes. Um, but we also find out a couple of little interesting details about her background that I don't think many people noticed or knew. Uh, first off, she's married at 15. Yeah. Which explains like, why her and her husband aren't exactly a perfect match. Right. You know what I mean? And they were match made. Right. Say, if you're married at 15, it's like Game of Thronesy, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, you're just like paired together kind of deal. Betrothed. Yeah. And then, right after getting married, made senator at 16 years old. Moving on up quick. <laughs> oh, shit. Retired by 20. Like, yeah. Like, How old Senator Amadala supposed to be? She's supposed to be pretty young, though, too, right? Yeah, gotta be. She's probably supposed to be, like, and teens, right? And that's not a, like, hereditary title? That's all just earned? I think it might be hereditary. I don't know. That's might a good be. question. I'd have to look like, at the It would make sense if it's, it's like... Yeah. I think it is hereditary. Okay. Like, I mean, that somehow, makes it more possible like, to be 16 and become have a title. But yeah, if you were just, like... That good of a Upstart speaker? high schooler. Yeah, no shit. Outstanding, born to be politician. You know what I mean? Yeah. Reminds me of uh, Emil Hirsch and the girl next door. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's a good question, though. I don't know. Intriguing. 
Intriguing. We'll like, like I said, I know uh, Senator Amidala from the prequels is also supposed to be very, very young. Right. Because even... Um, <laughs> uh, she's the Queen of Naboo at 14 years old. Queen of... Yeah. <laughs> well, Queen Queen implies... That's the yeah, uh, definite pass down. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Which it does because she gets but, uh, You'd think to be a senator at 16 and a half, you'd be elected. Yeah, senator implies being elected, for sure. Yeah, you're right. I think that's, you're right. That's, that's damn impressive. I think you're right. So, Mommy Martha. Mommy Martha. <laughs> getting elected by the people at 16, more than likely. But I just kind of liked the scene a little bit, because obviously she's a character that we saw in the original trilogy. We see her in the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Yes. And then, actually, she, is she in all three trilogies? I don't... No, nah, I don't think she's, she's in... She's not in the new in, ones? No, she's okay. not in seven through nine. All right. But obviously made a ton of... Rogue One. Because they... Oh, they have, like, their version of her, and oh my god, she's awesome. Sorry, I don't want to. Get, I don't want to get to that. It's it's like it's not even close to mommy Martha. <laughs> she ain't mommy. Man. Oh God, it's such a such an awful character. So yeah, no, she's definitely not in those. Right. I wish she was though. So yeah, original trilogy, prequels, Rogue One. She made a lot of appearances, but you know, just a little bit more backstory about her because usually she's just kind of giving command sort of a thing. We learn yeah. a lot more about her this show, a little bit more inside right. scoop. I'm into it. I like it. I like her character. She's a bit of a badass, and you know, she's um. I like that with scene because obviously. And those other things, we see her very firm. She's more badass now. She, right now, she's younger still. It's more the rebellion pol- just forming. Politicalness, yeah. She, yeah she's kind of just she's easing her way into it. She's right. not all the way there yet, you know. Because she mean? knows you can't just run into it. Like I said, you got to get like biggest two things are probably support and finance. Yeah. So that's why you kind of gotta. She knows that you gotta kind of keep it low key for now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm enjoying. Uh, I'm enjoying her scenes. I guess, yeah, you know? they're not always the most, you know, exciting scenes. But no, I, they're I'm just much, them. much more political. Yeah, yeah. I love that shit. That's why I love Game of Thrones. It's one of the biggest reasons why I love Game of Thrones. Sometimes I don't. I don't need all the bloodshed. You know what I mean? Except I like, for one and like nine, the, the next episode that I got some really interesting vibes on. But we'll get to that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get, we'll get, get to right, that one. All right, too, all right. It was a couple. I was like, stick around. Hey, yo. Speaking of uh, Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, from there we're going to go to a 30-day skip forward. We're going to do a little time lapse here. We're going to see Cassie, and he's 30 days into his sentence now. And he seems to be adjusting pretty well. seems like he's... Uh, he's grinding. Yeah. I know me, 30 days in, I would be like uh, like I was mentioning earlier, under my blanket in my bed crying. <laughs> I don't want to go to work now! Suck I'm in jail! Let me stay here! <laughs> you know what I mean? Send me to a new prison! You just fried on the floor by day eight. <laughs> Uh, but he's he's certainly fucking he's uh you know like I said acclimating pretty damn well. We see that they're heading down into their like work shift for the day, and their shower technique I thought was wildly interesting. All these guys standing as it looks like they're on an elevator, but while they're on the elevator, all this mist, almost like they're in a sauna, it's like kind of like like it I runs it was like, over them. But they're all ass naked. Yeah, it was like I almost said like weird, but like gas chamber esque. Yeah, I thought I thought it was like. Send them to death? Yeah. The vampire's very Nazi-esque. So. Right. Time, Huge Nazi yeah. vibes. All the yeah. way down to the suits. Yeah. There's so many things. Big time. So, yeah. So, I don't know if that was their up. intent, but that's what I got. But very, I, right away, I was very intrigued. I was like, how clean can you get from that? That's just got to be like nice smells, probably, to make it sure they don't smell bad. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. They're still dirty as shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're just smelling nice little aromas on them. Um, but he seems to be getting the hang of his job, too. We see he's just acclimating pretty well. We see him at work now. 30 days into his shift, he's fucking... He's Sitting there buzzing around, making these machine pots like it's nothing. Still, just constantly get his head on a swivel, though. Just you know, yeah. always observing. We don't yeah. hear any of it, though. We don't. There's no. no to this point, no conversing at all of any planning. No questions. No yeah. nothing. I think it just goes to show how like in depth he is. 
like like I said, we gotta you gotta pick up on in order to escape a prison like this. I feel like you gotta pick up on the small little patterns of guards and things. So it's not just gonna take a week. Yeah, you know right, what I mean. Yeah. Like you gotta have thirty Two days. But yeah, you gotta do a lot of a lot of investigating to pick up on some yeah. the small things that you need to escape. Whereas, whereas by the end of nine, he's cocky with how he. Talk yeah, he's always got it figured out by yeah, then. Yeah, for sure. He knows what lines he can cross, and yeah, like he's not afraid of. His, right, uh, he's like. So this is kind of like how it was. Yeah, it's a good way of looking at it. Eight, he's gathering information. I think nine is when he starts. He kind of starts spreading it around. Yeah, he knows he's got, a, he's got a skill with like people, man. Like, he knows how to like feel them out, read them. You know right. what I mean? Adjust, like say the. He's he's a good people person. I don't yep. know what kind of skill that is, but it's a good, yeah. it's a good yep. one to have. That's how he managed to owe everybody money in uh, yeah, that first true. planet that we were on, and, and everybody still loved him. They're all like, ah. <laughs> Just Cassie. Cassie. You owe me money. Typical Cass. <laughs> you going to pay me back sometime? Are you going to screw me again? But they still love him. Speaking of his home, speaking of, actually, you know what? It's funny you say that. Speaking of all them, that's where we're going to go. We're going to go to Phoenix, and we're going to see some people we haven't seen in a little while. We see Bubba Bix. We see Mava, and we see, I'm not sure of his name, but uh, his construction buddy, the one that helped him out earlier yeah, on the like show. His pilot friend. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yep. Uh, we see that Marva is not doing too well. She looks like she's kind of banged up, kind of sick. We find out that she took a fall. And how did she take that fall? She was basically she was basically out about on by herself looking for an old access tunnel that they used to use. And when uh, Bix is the one that's telling the story to the – Cassian's friend there, he's asking, like, why, what, 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 what do you want to do with this, this tunnel? And she's like, we're going to smuggle in the rebels. <laughs> she's a rebel. Like, we're going to sneak in. Yeah. We're going to sneak in the rebels. We're going to come behind the Empire. We're going to fucking kill them yeah. all. But I think it goes to show, like, her, like, self-awareness that the reason why she didn't go with Andor was because maybe she wasn't, she realized she wasn't physically able. Yeah. And that's what it leads to something like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just a small thing that she's doing on her own planet, let alone... Big, yeah. bigger scheme things so I think it kind of goes back to the reason why she didn't take off with him in the last episode I think like she knew that. she was going to bring him down a little bit in terms of like you know yeah. physicality being able to like withstand all these things true yeah where you figure almost like wherever they're going to go it's like when we get there it's just like you're going to be almost like just taking care of me because I'm yeah exactly like this is going through you know smuggling through tunnels like let alone bigger picture things so yeah. I, I don't want to drag you down this whole time so that's why I'm staying on my home planet true so you hear that all the time too in real life with old, like you know, old people. They, you know, they're older, they're sick. You know, I want to go home and you know, die in my own home. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, that's where, it's where I live. Yeah, my house. You know what I mean, kind of a thing. Definitely the vibe I get from her. Territory yeah. which she's never been before. Yep. Very, very noble, but very sad. Uh, no, uh, no real. I think we see B two Emo for like a split second, but I was like, where the fuck? Yeah, is not a, like, not a big thing in this one. Yeah. I don't believe back. that. B2 would be right there with Mava, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'd be right, right there, right. like, cuddled up next to her, like, watching out for her kind of a thing. I don't believe that he wouldn't be there. Yeah. I, I think, that was, a, think that was a misfire right there. Maybe he's got some important business that we don't know about. Yeah. Um, so we find important droid business. Droid business. They're going to droid me. He's on a conference call with R2, like, BBA. <laughs> Nobody can understand it. This is everybody's beeping. So. Everyone's beeping. <laughs> oh man, we find out that um, yeah, that they're uh, they're not the obviously they're on Phoenix, but there are some other people on Phoenix. Uh, the Empire is there, obviously, but we also find out that Vel and Cynthia are there. Mm-hmm. Vel is uh, tasked with finding Cassian and killing him. So just at the Empire, actually, what better place to start than his, his home planet? She's uh, she's there at Fennec. She's watching over Bix. She's kind of keeping an eye on this whole thing. Um, but I was like, shit, Vel's taking this mission pretty seriously. I didn't know if she was going to actually come and do it, but 
Fuck. So far, she is. Yeah, for sure. Good place to stop. Yep. Uh, and then we see Bix is going to go back to her friend uh, Pac that we see earlier in the show. I believe episode two or three. One Pac. When, yeah. <laughs> when she's going to go to call Luthen. Uh, he's the guy, you know, owns his own little business, has the private cell phone out back. You know what I mean? Go make your fucking calls kind of a thing. So she goes over and we see she's going to be sending out another signal right away. I'm like, got to be to Luthen, right? Sure enough, it is. Mm-hmm. That's who they show right away. Uh, we go to Luthen. He's the one that's receiving this call. He's with his assistant. And his assistant, man, she, uh, she hasn't done too much to this point in the show. But, boy, she fucking she put her foot down right yeah, now. Yeah, as I say, she's like, yeah, like. Like slapping him, like not yeah. actually slap the bullet, like yo, You're like careless, clean it up. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah clean it up. Clean it up is right. Yeah. yeah, for real. This is pretty big. Like you know, you're you kind of faltering a little bit. Yeah, clean it saying, up. Uh, you know, the empire's cracking down. So having this phone communication line open, basically, we're just asking to get tracked. Yeah. If they track us here, we're fucked. Right. You're fucked. Like you had, you had this heist, but like job's not done, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like don't don't take your foot off the gas. Yep. If anything, they gotta. They have to. They've obviously been doing a good job of hiding. Like obviously, he's right. got his, you know, his little, uh, his shop, his whole little extra persona that he's got going yeah. on. But now the empire is cracking down on all these regulations and shit. Like we can't be just sending out calls and shit like that. Right. We find out, you know, Bix is calling. She wants to find out where Andor is because she wants to basically tell him that Mob is not doing good. You know what I mean? And um, the assistant's kind of pushing to shut down the communications, which they're actually going to end up doing. But you can find you find we find out that Luthen's really wants to find Andor. It doesn't seem like it's for good purposes. It seems yeah. like he's worried too that he didn't cover his tracks so well in the previous episodes. He kind of brought him in out of nowhere, and he doesn't necessarily know who he is and trust him so much. Yeah. So I was like, oh fuck, like, is Luthen now to get fucking Andor now too in a bad way? Like I don't like this. I'm right. Do fucking boys. Should have done his homework a little bit more. You know what I mean? Should have known he wasn't going to turn him over. Yeah, uh, man, shit, and us. Like you, you didn't know. Like you right sh- shouldn't have been this paranoid going into this. Like you didn't think there were going to be these repercussions like this. Yeah. Like, what'd you expect? Man was focused on committing a heist. He got it done. He did. He. But did now, he, like, it's like you didn't think of like the after effects. Yeah. Or, like how he was going to have to, like, like I said, job's not done, kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we go to the prison again for a quick little scene, which was a scene that. Not too much to take away, except for the fact that, again, not your mom and dad's fucking Star Wars. You know what I mean? Yeah. We had our first suicide in Star Wars. I mean, a pretty dark thing. Right. We go to Cassie, and he's in prison. Uh, we learned earlier that basically, like, at nighttime, the floors, they turn, like, like they say it turns red, basically. And when it's red, basically free range for execution or whatever torture it is, it'll kill you. So once that happens, stay in your cell, don't come out. There's no even... It's very weird. No, uh, no cell doors, doors nothing, or anything. Yeah. Just free range. But yeah. it's that floor, man. It's the, yep. all the all the warning you need. Yep. But basically, this one prisoner wakes up in the middle of the night kind of thing. All the other guys are sleeping and just fucking just jumps out onto the floor. <laughs> fucking fried I think up. they referenced earlier, too. Like, somebody asked him. I think it might be Andy Serkis' character. He's like, you're not a sleepwalker, are you? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> He's right. like, oh, no, why? Yeah, I didn't like, think of that. Because of this. Did you notice, though, obviously, from all the, the just like the chatter in the room right after it happened, it's just like, oh, wow, this is this happens regularly you know what i mean yeah not the first time uh, that no. they've seen that for sure a couple of guys were like harsh yeah like, kind of like almost one guy was like, almost talking shit like too. oh we're gonna be smelling them all night or like yeah, something like, yeah. like you know what i mean like something like that one like, guy was uh, one guy mentioned kind of like uh like basically like, almost talking shit like your table's gonna struggle tomorrow kind of yeah, thing like oh right. shit dude, what yeah. the fuck this guy just killed himself you know like talking shit about flaming food you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> too soon too soon yeah, yeah. Well, he's just there rotting on the ground. <laughs> yeah. We said the show, darker vibes for sure, man. But this was, you know, suicide, heavy topics. Yeah. And Star you know, Wars. too, they were going to just th- like throw his body out, replace him with another one yeah. real quick. Yeah. 
This is we mentioned the friggin' the ties to friggin' Hitler earlier. This is a very death can be vibe. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking fucked up. Um, we go to Phoenix and we see that Pac, Mix's friend, he has been taken by the Empire, and they like as they're taking him and escorting him out, they. Couple of the guards, they identify, they see Bix, and they're like, "Hey, basically, you're Bix." So clearly, the words already been spreading around about this girl too. Yeah, Not only did they know where the call from, they might know exactly who made the call somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if she put her, if she put her name in the goddamn message. What an idiot! There's no way she could have been that dumb, right? I hope not. Yeah. Hey, it's Bix. <laughs> <Right>, yeah. <laughs> like, call me, call me when you get a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a typical voice. Yeah, no, don't do hey. that. Yeah. Um. But right away, they kind of, like, identify, which I was like, oh, shit, they know who she is. She takes off running. The uh, funny little, I thought it was pretty funny, the the, secure, the, uh, the construction worker friend there just kind of, like, sets a moving pig. Just kinda yeah. Like, oh, I'm in the way. Yeah. My bad. I'm so sorry. But Bix kind of runs off. Don't know. Uh, I, at first, I thought she was going to get away, but we're going to find out. Maybe not. But from there, before we find that out, we got to go to a big moment in the, uh, the show as a whole. Big moment. We're going to get uh, not only Andy Circus this episode, but we're going to get Forrest Whitaker returning, fresh off his role from Rogue One, re- reoccurring character, Segra. I mean Segra, Jesus Christ, we're on Segra. Saul Guerrero. Saul Guerrero. Luthen is going to go and pay a little visit to, it seems like, I don't know if I'd call them friends. No. They've dealt with each other in the floor, but definitely. You yeah. I mean, had some past deals made. Seems like they're on good terms, though. I wouldn't say they're, they're not enemies, that's for sure. Right. Seems like, you know, a little banter back and forth. Yeah. Uh, I, love right the, I love the line of, uh, I think, uh, I forgot what one of them says, like, aren't you tired of fighting? And then he's like, aren't you tired of fighting your own people? Yeah. Like, there was yes, some, yeah. like, interesting, I should have got the quote for yeah. it. But, yeah, they do have some, like, witty lines back and forth. I like the the very first thing I think out of Luthen's mouth was just like, did you pull that out, Donny Heist? And it's just like, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Is that you? <laughs> they have a good back and forth, too. I was about to ask yeah. you the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the last one's great. Um, Forrest Whitaker goes, well, whoever did it, it was Mastercraft. And then Luthen goes, but now I know it was you. <laughs> like, this is great. Yeah. This is good. Forrest Whitaker, man, I don't know how they, I'm sure that they definitely aged him up for Rogue One. You know what I mean? Because he's, you know, right. Look like he doesn't roll one. Yeah, a lot of gray and shit. They did a good job with the makeup stuff because he looks significantly Much younger, younger than yeah, he is definitely. in Rogue One. You yeah, know what I mean another character, Mommy Moth is going to be another one, but people are going to age because of this rebellion real quick. Yeah, you know I mean these five years. Uh, but I was excited to see him on screen. I like this character in Rogue One. Yeah, hopefully we get a little bit more like actually of him because he wasn't. He didn't have like a ton of screen time, and I don't know. We didn't it was, get much it was that scene, and it was it. Yeah, yeah. I like a little bit more backstory and shit. Um, it was interesting how much they butted heads, though. They weren't really. Yeah. You'd think they would be getting along great. They, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like top rebel leaders, but it they, seems they were like, on the same page. It's, it's funny you say that because, so we're going to, Luthen's basically going to offer him some equipment, right? So he's going to offer some Imperial equipment that he either stole or was able to get, whatever it is, basically, to, you know, for help. So I was like, all right, awesome. What do you want for the price? And Luthen's going to say, hey, I want you to meet with this fucking guy, basically just so that we can try to further this rebellion kind of a thing. And Saul's like, not about it. Like, Seems like he doesn't really want to, like, work with anybody else. It seems like he, he's saying, like, he's the only one that's got clarity. Yeah. And he's, like, calling out, like, what you were just kind of saying. He was, like, calling out Luthen the way that Luthen was calling out, say, like, Mommy Martha. Like, you know, uh, an episode or maybe two episodes ago. Yeah. It's weird. It seems like to Saul, like, Luthen's not all the way in yeah. on the rebellion. Like, you were just saying, like, these are the two biggest, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It seems like to Saul, he's, like, you know, top echelon king rebel. And Luthen's kind of fallen down on the pyramid. But I do, I kind of agree with you, at least to this point, because obviously Luthen was the one that was kind of in charge of that whole heist team, it seemed like. Yeah, so it's just a level of commitment. 
thing that they're they're different on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I said, I wish I. I'm trying to find like what the quote was, but but it seemed like to me like Saul was kind of just like almost giving him a little bit of shit, like, you know, like you're not all the way in kind of a thing. Yeah. Okay. But I definitely need some convincing for sure. Yeah. He was, uh, like I said, Luther was trying to convince him basically, like, hey, meet up with this guy. He can help. Uh, he actually, no, he said he had a job. He's got, a, he's got like, a, another heist, basically, plan, it seemed like. And this guy needed, uh, so he sent some, uh, what do you call it, air help. Some ships, basically. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, some some air assistance. Well, he wasn't having it. He was straight yeah. out. He was like, keep your, he didn't even take the, uh, any of the Yeah, take your, t- take like your fucking that. parts with you. Take your parts, get, out, get out, of out of here, no deal. Nasty. Oh. Yeah, I definitely gonna see more of them for sure. I hope, right? Yeah, I, I think probably more like season two. Season, yeah, I think. I think that. it'd be a good like season two involvement. Do you remember in Rogue One if that's when Cassian meets Saw Gerrera? Are they like meeting for the first time, or do they already know each other? It's a good question. I don't. I, don't I think it would be the first time. I think so too. Because right. I mean, they would all, if they already knew each other, they would be establishing that in the show probably, but. Or maybe never face to face. You know what I mean? Maybe they yeah, like they did communicate, yeah. but it was like calmly. You know, whatever comlinks or never face to face until then. Yeah, yeah. I'd just be curious how point. that first interaction goes between the two of them. You know? Yeah, just it's a good see, question. See what they. I'm looking forward to. I've watched. I've watched Rogue One like three, like three times. I think I'm looking forward to watching it again. Though. Yeah, I'd like to pick up on a little bit more. Yeah, that's a good question though. I can't remember that. Uh, but I was just happy to have Saw on screen. Like you know, they've hinted at the cameo. They said he was going to come. Hopefully, we see some more of them. But I'm looking forward to it. But you know, ended uh, ended on some sour terms, kind yeah. of with Luthen. Not on the same page right now. No, for sure not. Uh, we go back to Ferrex real quick. We're going to see that Bix has been captured by these gods, and we see that Deidre is on planet. Deidre is on Phoenix. She came down here. She got all of her. She basically got the approval from the uh, the higher up. So she's here with her whole. Her gods, her tech team. She's got a doctor. Fucking, she's got all of it. You know what I mean? She's got um, the Kyburn of, of gave it to, like who Kyburn should have played. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, oh, this yeah. doctor, this Should've... doctor is Kyburn from Soft Game of spoken Thrones. Spoken, fucking freak. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Uh, we see that she's been basically like questioning uh, that that pot guy, a friend of hers, uh, Bix's friend, all night long. It seems like he looks beaten. He looks tortured. Kind of looks like he had a real, real bad go. Mm-hmm. Seems like Bix is probably going to be next. Not great. Don't love that. Uh, and then we go to our closing scene, which is just... Now, dude, now that Seth said the Death Star thing, all of these scenes make so much more sense in my mind. Like, I was just literally just saying, like, I, this. they close out with Cassian, and he's literally just getting, like, better at his job. Mm. He's taking on, like, a little bit of a leader role with the guys, you know what I mean? Like, he's trying to... Hey, he's the leader of his group for sure. Yeah, like, hey, let's pick it up a little bit. Let's compete for the day. The guys are listening to him, you can tell. Yeah. And to me, I was just kind of like, we should have left on Bix. Like, we should have just left on that kind of almost a scary note. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, shit, what's going to happen to Bix? Yep. But now that you say ah, that makes that, the, the fucking Death Star thing makes so much sense to me now. Yeah. I feel like that makes so much, even for, like, that scene kind of a thing, I feel like that makes so much sense that they would close it out and he's building the Death Star right there. It's got to be some, like I said, some kind of significance. It, it could be, like, you know, like the ATSTs or whatever, but. Just when Nick said. He, he destroys it in the other thing that he's in, so he's going to create it in destroy, this thing. Destroy the thing in. you create. Yeah. That's, that's, it seems like it's all Be a nice full circle thing. Yeah, once real. you said that, I think it's locked in. Even like, I think it seems too perfect. Even like when the show started, you were saying like, who asked for this kind of a thing? And it's just like, all right, yeah, it's, you know, it's the prequel story. And prequels are tough to do unless you have... If you're like that, oh, story, like, exactly. Like, you wow, need to nice. something that we don't know yeah. to still twist it. That's yeah. fucking great if Andor's literally building the fucking Death Star with his bare hands. Literally building yeah. with his bare hands. 
Yeah, I'd say so. I think that's a good call, man. That's a great. That's a great call. We do nine. Oh yeah, for sure. Do it up. Uh, but like I was saying at the uh, at the beginning before we started, I loved that episode. That was an episode that I really liked as far as this whole season as a whole. That was one of my one of my more favorite ones. I would say top three. Yeah, I loved both of these. Um, so I'm surprised to hear. We'll, we'll see what you think about the next one. Why you don't think it's as good? This, but, you know what? It's funny. Well, maybe this we new point it, of view you got. Now. If we look at it through the same lens as the other, th- like uh, we were mentioning the three part arcs, like mm-hmm. if this is another three part breakout, say yep. the first two episodes, one, two, and three, my least favorite was two, four, five, six, my least favorite was uh, five. True. So maybe there is something to this middle episode thing. And both times I kind of said the same take, which was. You could have done, say, if the episode, whatever, was, you know, 30 minutes. You could have taken 10 minutes, put it into the first episode, 10 minutes, take it into the second episode, and then just cut the other 10 minutes. And I kind of feel like that again with this episode, to be honest. There was a couple of things where I was like, all right, that was needed. But for the most part, I felt like yeah. it was a lot of them building this ship. Or if it was a ship, whatever they're building. It was a lot of them. I was just like, dude, what are we doing here? I was like, all right. And I kept thinking to myself, like, I know that's what we're doing with this show. We're trying to tell the story of the little guy. But I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> right. I don't care, but I was gonna yeah, get it. We I, we I get. get it. Yeah, I get it. I get what we're doing here. We're, we're building something. We're doing the same job over and over and over and over again. But I don't know. To me, this one was a little, yeah. The, I feel like the uh, the producers or the directors were like like you said pushing it a little too much, but they were trying to drive home, trying to make the viewer maybe feel the same feeling that that you know. I like, like that the repetitiveness. Yeah. The, like. Monotony. Like put yourself in the shit. put yourself yeah. in the shoes. Exactly, but maybe they went a little overboard with it. I'm with you, but you know, what my favorite part of this episode was I'll tell you easily, Deidre. Oh yeah, Deidre. She's been a very stern, very focused, very level this whole show so far. Been a good character. This episode was the first time to me she got a little scary. I was like, oh, this. She's guaran- not guaranteed little... not going to be a a good turn. Like we, I, oh yeah, right, right, right. I proposed early on that maybe she had some good in her. Yeah, no, well, she's clearly starting, not going to happen. At this she's point. starting to turn. The, she's starting to get a little darker. Yeah, she's getting sucked into the system a little bit. She seemed like she was going to be different, but she still is a little different. She's more, uh, you know, she's like more, more passionate though. The more than yeah. most of them, but she's also brainwashed and like oh, fully you know, brainwashed. uniformity is good yeah. and like yeah, join the system right. And, yeah. Which, yeah, I don't. For whatever reason, she's just a lot more, uh, you know, f- I guess, not uh, not overly prideful. I guess. Yeah. I mean, the, the Empire, for lack of another word, I mean, arrogant. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. She's she doesn't have. She's that. falling into it now, though. I feel like she's slipping in. Yeah, she's very the opening scene in this one. She's very like, I don't know if it's just the acting, but she's very like mean looking. Yeah, she's, she's like right. In, she's like yeah, right in Bix's face. Like yeah, she was. No, she was very mean. There's one line too at some point in this episode that I loved. She was like, "The worst thing that you can do right now is bore me." Yes, yeah, is bore me. Like the accent too is so good. Yeah, that, that's a Ramsey Bolton line. That is that is such or a Ramsey Bolton yeah, line. Actually, that's a great call. Yeah. She's like uh, lives all the time. You know what happens when you bore me? Yeah, yeah. Or she's like, "You're in my you're in my net. Are you a fish or are you bait or like something like that?" Too. Just yeah. like, just really like oh man yeah <laughs> it gives it a chill. Yeah. 
We also see that uh, her assistant is thought she he's starting to like really be like a good supporter too. She's starting to get like, some troops under her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think she's starting to develop her own. Drink the team. potion. Yeah. Drink the. She's starting to get a little confidence. She's got her guys where she's like a new NFL coach. She's bringing in new players. She's getting her scheme mixed into the offense. She's starting to run her shit. You know what I mean? She's starting to confidence up. Yeah. She's maybe a little, uh, you know, recency bias. She's. Had a few good wins recently, so she thinks she's the boss. Yeah, yeah, she definitely has. She's been winning this whole show. Well, she's riding the high. We'll see if we'll see if uh, it's long-lasting power. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I like her character, though. I'm not gonna lie. Most of these bad guys, you know, for Star Wars, it's just the Sith. They don't really yeah. have too many like bad guys that aren't Jedi. You know what I mean? That right. actually have like Grim Moff Tarkin a little bit. Yeah, but not really. They got going through the original, the the last trilogy too. That was a decent one too. General Hawks. Was the same guy, like just that, like kind of, yeah. He was basically like the Grand Moff Tarkin of the new trilogy. All right. Um, so he was another good one. He was decent too. He, he again, like the whole trilogy turned him into an awful character, but <laughs> he was good at first. Yeah, but it's cool to see you know someone. That's yeah, just like a deeper role. The guy from too. the guy from Rogue One was good too. Oh yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, fuck. Oh man, what the hell is his name? The actor. Oh shit, I can't think of it. He's a popular guy. But yeah, yeah, he was. He was good in that too. Movie. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's good in Rogue One. Yeah, go ahead. Sneak through. Go that way. A tiny, tiny bit. Uh, well, let's uh, let's get into it. Episode number nine. Nobody's listening. Interesting title again. Yeah. I always I like the titles give away a lot. In some shows. Not this one. This one's always weird. Uh, we open up. We see right where we kind of left off. We see Deidre questioning Bix. We're on Phoenix, and Deidre's learned a lot from Pac. It seemed like uh, it took him a little while to talk, even though she she mentions that it seemed like he didn't have too much. It seemed like this guy wasn't like a he's not like a Luthan, say or a soft. Right. He seems like peon level rebel. Yeah. Rebel. Yeah. He's got like the bare information. Exactly. Yeah. And even with that, he was still like hush hush, closed lip. It took yeah. a lot to get you know any information out of him. Yep. But eventually, you know, torture came through in the end. He started to sing a little bit. Seems like Deidre's starting to learn a lot of information, mm. a lot about. Dix, Fennix, Cassie. Yeah, the whole operation. The yeah. whole operation as a whole. And um, right away, you know, she's kind of threatening. Bic, not threatening. You know, yeah, threatening is the right word. So I want to just have a normal conversation kind of a thing. Like, if you just cooperate, like, this can be like a piece of cake. Like, we can just have a conversation yeah. just get this done. Otherwise, we can do it the other way. I have this creepy doctor over yeah, in the corner. Yeah, I got Kyburn over here. Exactly. <laughs> Kyburn yeah. in Star Wars. Right? Um, and that's actually when she says that line that I had just mentioned earlier. You know, the... Uh, the last thing you want to do is bomb me right yep. now. And I was just like, oh, man, you're starting to get, like I said, you're starting to get kind of scary, Deidre. I like it. Yep. You're starting to get real empire. And, of course, Bix, she's a tough girl. She's not cooperating at all. So, unfortunately, we know what's probably going to end up happening there. We're going to – she she leaves him with the doctor, basically. Deidre leaves. She's like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll come back in a little yeah. while. The doctor will get you Let me know if you change your mind. We go to Cassian, and we see that he's really getting the hang of this label life. He's trying to push the table to work harder and win the day shift. We see that this old man that's a part of the group, he has been here for a while, it looks like. He's fucking slowing down. He's got some, seems like he's having some problem with his hands and shit like that. So Cassian, being like I said, the guy who's starting to step up, be the leader now, he's like, all right, let's fucking switch around here. I'll go over here so that I can help him out, you know what I mean? The whole crew is listening to him. I think 40 shifts left, right? 40 shifts left, yeah. yeah, 40 shifts left. Um, but all the guys seem to be listening to his lead and shit like that. Andy Circus even comes over and is like, Yo, what are you guys kind of doing? And they kind of, yeah, he looks at him, he's just like, 
He's like trying to say something to be a hard ass, but like he's really, I think he's more like curious as to like, like yeah. he knows what's going on, but he's, even, he still wants to like be a hard ass. Yeah, you he know, oh, what would he be like, like? Almost kind of like a little like, you know what you guys Yeah, doing. right. Like, like, but he wants, he's still got to be a hard ass. So he's like, oh, well, you know, was it like break time over here or something? You know what I mean? Like something like that. But yeah. he, he knows damn well what's going on. Yep. But uh, it's weird that uh, okay. Cassian like deflected the credit a little bit. Uh, I wasn't sure what the meaning of that might be. He that, that I actually just laughed at. I was actually yeah. that I just genuinely took as a slight comedic relief in this never-ending non-comedy show. All right. All right. But I could be totally wrong at that at all. Yeah. Because the guy was even just like totally just like, yeah, what the fuck? This <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. Like, yeah, come on, really? That must be what it was. Because I thought it was weird that he was trying to like portray himself differently to Andy Circus. Maybe. But, but, then, but then by the end of the episode, he's. Just straight all out, up. Yeah. straight up them. So yeah, so it could have just been comic relief, I guess. Because yeah, I mean, Star Wars always has a need a little, need a little bit right this, now. Too. Yeah, this, this is, is dark. Like suicide. Yeah, America, right. You know what I mean? And like you said, we're literally like at a death camp. It seems like. I mean, this place is intense. Or it could be setting up that black guy, that character that he gave the credit to. Like establishing his character a little bit. That's true. Maybe get too. him. Maybe get him on board too by be, yeah. you know by beefing up his confidence a little bit. Um, one thing yeah. I did see actually is that could, yeah, um, not sure. not the black guy, but a different guy in their squad is in Rogue One. He's one of Cassian's like right hand men in Rogue One. No way! Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, like the one that like they're talking like actively like the one he's actively talking to like when he comes out of the bathroom. Should I think so. I I uh, I caught it. Or I saw that little fact like on a episode like a YouTube episode a couple weeks ago. Oh, else. Man, and, uh, yeah. that ash. But yeah, he's he's someone like one of Cassian's go to guys in Rogue One. I'm gonna have to go and find that. That's very intriguing. Bro, yeah. Let me tell you something. Rogue One's getting watched right when Andor ends. <laughs> oh, like yeah. I might just go right on Disney Plus and just might go yeah. right into Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. You could yeah watch it now and then you catch the next few things they drop. Yeah, right. Too, you know. Yeah, that's a, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I that's wish I knew the cool. details. But. That would make sense though. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, we go to Bix and she is with this doctor and Deidre. And basically, he secures her into this chair, and they're gonna put this like almost like a headphone device basically over her head. And he explains where the sound comes from that they basically got from I don't even know where some crazy planet, but it's a torturous sound. It's just gonna basically demolish your brain. They play the music from the cantina just over and over and over <laughs> on, on a loop. <laughs> you imagine if that was what? Yeah. <laughs> just on loop over and over and over and over again. Oh shit, that would have been great. Uh, but basically, yeah, it's kind of sounds like that's, you know, Guantanamo Bay kind of shit. You know what I mean? We're yeah. just going to play this fucking shit over to you over and over and over and over and over and over again. Probably massively loud, I'd have to imagine. Yeah. Uh, until you just kind of lose your shit. And it doesn't seem to take that long because we see Bix and you can see her just like, oh, fuck. And then she's like screaming in agony, basically, by yeah. the, like, I don't know, 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they go back to her, too, she, <laughs> she ain't doing too well. No, no. Um, we see that Cassian is actually working on an escape. He hasn't. And any mentions of it, any signs, nothing in that first episode, episode eight, but a little bit finally. He's going to go, uh, he's going to go to the bathroom. He's like, all right, I'm going to go take a quick run to the bathroom. Gets there, punches out a little panel on the wall. Mm-hmm. And you see that there's a, like a little fucking blade, basically, like a little knife. And one of the pipes that's there, you can clearly see, has been scratched into quite a bit. So him and maybe another person or something, they've been taking turns, whatever it is. They've been trying to saw, basically, yeah. into this pipe with this blade. Or oh, it's like, too, I think he, like he's picking up on, like, the the guards and like you know their shifts and where they are at certain times so he knows he can't do it in all one right. quick thing so he's like yep. hey we have like x amount of seconds yep. every single day at this time to cut into it this amount of times yeah so like the attention to details just it's crazy yeah definitely 
they get stopped because basically, well, he gets stopped because as he's, you know, in the bathroom doing this, basically with the, the, uh, the, the, the robot, the droid comes in over the thing, says, basically return to your station yeah. kind of a thing. And we see, I would imagine the person that Luke has to be talking about. He meets with this, um, this guy, yeah, black guy. We haven't met him yet. He's not part of his table. So he's someone that he's just met either when they're sleeping kind of thing. Yeah, like in his or cell or whatever you call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but clearly the two of these guys together, they've been taking a lot of, a lot of notes visually. Because yeah. they learn that like, the, they say anything that moves. So I don't know if there's also escalators in this fucking place, but at least the elevators can't get shocked on the elevators. Right. Like at the floor, I guess they couldn't have done it in the elevator. Yeah. It doesn't work. I guess it has to be level or some shit like that. Was it the railing too? And the handrails yeah. as well, which makes you think that we're going to be doing some fucking shimmying along a rail or some kind of yeah. thing like that. But very interesting. They're already yeah. starting to put little little pieces This together. one they're talking to about the uh, like the elevator too. Yeah, and they're like, he's like, oh, let it go yeah. down all the way. And he's like, no, halfway. Like, that, yeah, there's yeah, like something yes. about that too. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to be key on the prison break too. Like, yeah. The way that they make all the prisoners go into program program um, yeah it's because i think they can't allocate all the power like they can't keep the floor the workflow secure while they operate the elevator that or something a ton of sense. oh nice okay and yeah, so yeah. like they're gonna they have to like transfer the power throughout the right the prison and uh, that might be their their window to act yeah is while the elevator moving well, this, I, th- I think the Empire is doing a great job of sleight of hand with this entire prison of making it seem like, you know, the worst place. It's impossible to get exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. When in reality, it's severely undermanned. Yeah. And like, yeah. not even properly powered and stuff. They said the same thing as the Empire throughout their their entire career. Just, like, not yeah. enough attention to detail on little, like, little things. It was like, they could have prevented it right underneath their nose the whole time. Yeah. Constantly thinking they're bigger, than, they're bigger and better than they are, yeah. basically. Um, and so the the guy who is in... That crew and is in Rogue One is Melshi. Oh, okay. That's Scott Melshi. He's he's like the dark skinned guy. Um, Perfect. I knew I knew that I knew that made sense as soon as you said it. But yeah, he's he's part of that crew, and I think he's the guy you were you were just talking to. The, uh, talking about no, I was like right, right away. I was like, there's no way it's any of these guys that he's working with. I was like, I would recognize him. They're all kind of losers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. none of these guys that he's working with are rebels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh, oh, this, like, nah, it's just the uh, the dumb camera. Oh. So he's in. Oh, he's in all of Rogue One. Yeah. Or like I don't. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I just was like clicking through all the people, and everybody was just like only appears in Andor, and then I pulled up this guy's Wikipedia. Nice. <laughs> and of it's massive. Yeah. He's, he's in a lot of shit. So I think that's the one. Hmm. Um. So yeah, he's gonna be res- yeah the rescue of Gene Erso. That's the guy I was thinking of for Rogue One. I couldn't think of his name. Same thing. Like he helped build the Death Star, and he's also gonna lead to the the demolition of the Death Star. Get one or so. Yeah. That's Jimmy Smith, right? No, he's no? um. Somebody else. Th- he's a, he's the main character. The girl's like father. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that Jimmy Smith? No. No. Damn, I thought it was. Gaylen Erso. Uh, where were we? I'm sorry. I lost my uh, train of thought. Like the prison. He's talking to... Uh, was it Melshi? Melshi. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, yeah, we find out that we, uh, we've we been working on our plan finally. We got a little partner in crime. Like I was saying... Yeah, there we go. I was fucking... I knew I was saying something. The table that he was working with, like I said, kind of seemed like... Uh, 
not, not the rebel type. No, I thought that'd be like I thought that'd be his crew, like how it was earlier in the season yeah, with yeah, yeah, like yeah. when they they got the credits and all that. But yeah. like, I don't want this to be my crew. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm gonna need other guys. Like he knew it kind of. I think off the beginning too. He's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna need some uh, some more guys within this whole entire camp. Not the just sign like language guy crew. might come into play a little bit just because of the sign just language. as a communicate. Yeah, exactly. just as a communication, sending some signals there and there. I can see that. Yeah, but the rest of them, I don't know. Yeah, like he doesn't he doesn't want to pick up on this like sign language thing to communicate with other cells. So he needs this guy. Like this guy's got it. it it's your responsibility. Yeah, I hear that for sure. And that old guy again, we kind of see wasn't doing good, doing even worse now. It seems like he's really he's dragging ass. He's yeah. really lagging behind. Uh, we see Bix, like you mentioned earlier. She's looking like Pac was looking earlier. She looks fucking beaten down. Yeah, like just, eyes rolling in the back of her head. She's yeah. not doing well. Sweaty, gross, yeah. dirty. Just looks like she's been fucking thrown to the mud yeah um but we find out that uh she's still being tortured for information we find out that Pac is going to be hung which was this guy came in and he was just like what are we gonna do with Pac and Deidre's just like I don't know like just do whatever you want kind of thing like, I'd love to hang, hang him I was just like I'd love to hang him I was like what a fucking weird thing to say about somebody and she's like jeez yeah do what you will yeah kind of do what you will kind of thing uh, but she says that we're going to need uh, Bix alive. We need Bix alive so that basically we can <laughs> no hang, yeah. hang her bat. Heads Big, on spikes. Only reason that we can, yeah. The only reason why we need her is so that she can identify Luthen. I was like, right, then after that, maybe. Yeah. But it seemed like she got. Uh, we didn't find out really anything yet because she kind of was just like storming out. But I would have to imagine she probably got a little bit of the information that she probably needed. Yeah. Uh, we go to Molly Martha. She is in that cool ass like Senate chamber thing that Yoda and, and Emperor Sidious fight in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is kind of making her plea, basically, kind of saying that the Empire is getting too big for their bridges too fast. Some people are booing, just straight out. There's like, boo! Yeah. You, got, you got a couple of people that are like, hey, yeah, she's yeah. right. Listen to her, hear her out, kind of a thing. I love the the ones that they just turn the lights off on their like pod. I was going to mention this. <laughs> like, 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 just out? Yeah, they, yeah, they're, yeah, they're like, out. fuck you, I'm out of here. Like, I, cause I think they even show it. There's one guy kind of in the background. And I yeah. was watching him, he like, pops he turns his lights off and then, like, turns around and just, like, leaves his, like, pod thing. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, no, I'm out of here. You could keep hearing that sound, too, because when you hit the lights, it's like, it's like everyone knows it. Yeah. Like, Boo. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was just funny, just the, uh, like, the jeers from the crowd. Just yeah. Like, ah, what a thought. She's good, good ideas. Shut yeah. up. She stinks. <laughs> it's like you're in, like, a high school, like, yeah, low, lower story. level class, <laughs> like, trying to present your thing, and it was like. Yeah. talking shit about your outfit you got the old dude from the Muppets in the background like, <laughs> like criticizing her and these are all supposed to be like you'd imagine like elected politicians like you know what I mean like come on guys let's butt yeah. up have a little respect here. not buying it out of here lights off uh, which is why she's ready to do some drastic measures you know true yeah. she's had enough yeah. she's, she's, had she's tried that fucking bullshit attempt the political way yeah, yeah the, not, the good not, guy approach. not the way to go not the avenue time to take the gloves the off has already grown this big and they're getting you know what I mean they're having this much power they just keep getting more yep. time to take drastic action yep uh, but she leaves we go back to her her little driver as she's heading out and we find out that her cousin has just arrived and she seems like super surprised by it she's like my cousin's here like right now like fuck alright word like let's go see her so I was like, all right, this has got to be somebody we know. Let's fucking find out who it's going to be. Before that, though, we find out. We go back to the prison. And they're back in those wait, like those waiting lines, like in the tunnel, basically, like waiting to leave work to go into their quarters. So they're kind of waiting in line. But chaos is kind of starting to ensue. 
we kind of realized that we've been here for a long time is the first thing they said. Mm-hmm. We've kind of been waiting here for like a really long time compared to normal. What's going on? Yep. And then the guy that does the sign language, he's kind of talking to his dude. He's saying that there's reports of something going down on level two. Next thing you know, the power switches off entirely for the whole thing, cuts back on, then there's an alarm sounding. So, fuck it, everyone's kind of like on high alert. Like, what the hell is going on here? Like, is somebody else breaking out? Like, he's like going faster too with the sign language. Like, he's yeah. like, come on. Yeah, he's bugging out a little yeah. bit. But they're all getting pretty uh, pretty worked up. It seems like something's going on in the prison. I was like, oh, shit. Like, right away, I was like, somebody else already breaking out before cast? I was like, that's just going to make breaking out a lot. Yeah, come harder. on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as someone breaks out, security's going to get doubled down, and we're going to be really fucked. Yep. Um, but we go back to Mommy Martha, and we find out her cousin is no one other than Vel. We've seen this girl. She keeps poking up everywhere in all different places. Turns out she's also the cousin of uh, Mon Martha. There's some weird vibes with these two in this scene. Especially now that you said that they're cousins, I didn't realize it either. But well, that's what, they, some that's weird, what the like, driver says. I guess it hey, could, yo, could not be, but <laughs> kind of deals like I don't know. When they're right, sitting they, dinner, they at least present publicly as cousins. I thought they were, but yeah, you're right. It could be a cover, yeah, for the way they she can see each other or whatever. Make like a reference to that family though, too. Um, right. She says like you could go be like the rich, like the rich girl in our family, like you're supposed to be, or something like yeah. that along the line. When she's yeah. leaving, like, did you ever think this would happen to us or whatever? Too, like, yeah, everything is what we become. There's also, she also says too, which I got weird. Like I'm just gonna say it, just like weird, like lesbian vibes. Was that like they're talking about that and like she's like, yeah, all the good ones are taken, and then she like looks at Mon Mothma and like uh, winks and smirks, and I was like. Hey yo! I was getting the vibe earlier from this episode that Vel and Cinta have a thing going on. Yeah, could be big time. I was thinking mm. that's the vibes that I was picking up on because when Cinta was saying that she was like that Vel had to leave and she was staying, like Vel was clearly very upset. Yeah, like upset and too's a distraction or too's too suspicious. Yeah, that was the vibe. I got it from her big time. Yeah, I didn't get it from Mom. Oh, that was, uh, could just been me watching it, but. But uh that was a nice little drop. I was like, alright, like I said, we knew would be like if they say like cousin, it's like alright, we're gonna know who this is, like who is it gonna be? I wasn't I wasn't suspecting Bell. I was like, oh shit. It's the way But she keeps popping up. Like I said, she's popped up fucking last week when she gets the task to go kill Ando, now she's popping up as my mother's cousin. I was like, okay, this girl's fucking everywhere. We go to um Cassian. And he is going to ask Andy Circus about escaping for the first time, basically. They're chilling out. They're in their quarters. They're just resting for the night. And he's like, you have, you've had to think about escaping this place. Andy Circus just like, yo, shut up. Like, shut it down, kind of a thing. You can't say that shit. Yeah. Stop. And Cass kind of does what he's done a few times. Kind of talks about the arrogance of the Empire. He's like, yo, like, no one's fucking listening right now. Like, they don't, they don't care about us enough to listen. Like, they don't think that we're ever going to escape. They don't, like... They're not going to take all the extra steps to listen to us. No one's listening. Like, how many gods are there? I'm saying this out loud to prove the point that they're yeah. not listening. Like, Which is with a title. Me saying this right now. Yeah. Is yeah. They are not listening. Yeah, no shit. If somebody was, they'd be like down here right now kind of a thing. Yeah. To prove their point that they are. But nope. Yeah. But he, uh, Cassian clearly getting a little annoyed. That's how like, the scene kind of ends. He's just like, no one's listening! Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right, that's around. the last thing he says, yeah. But Andy Serkis just uh, ain't having it. He just, uh, he's got like 240 days or something like yeah. that left. So he's just, he isn't even thinking about it. He's waiting it out at this point. Yeah. That's what Cass kind of wants. Though. He's like, dude, I don't, like, it's fine. I get it. Like, he kind of, I get it. 240 days and you're out of yeah. here. Just like, give, tell me what you know right. before On the you way leave. out, yeah. So that at least I can try to, I have fucking 3,000. Look at my ticket, bro. Look yeah, at this right, fucking yeah. thing. <laughs> I'm here for a grip. 
Uh, but like I said, Andy Circus just literally fucking turns over. He's like, yeah, good night. Tucks his hand between his legs and goes yeah. right off to sleep. Because there's no later. blanket, no blankets in this uh, this prison camp. <laughs> True, actually, that's a good point. You know what? That takes away my whole uh, wrapping a sheet around your feet idea that I had earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gone. Yeah, yeah, no that. sheets. How do you fucking no sheets, no pillows? How do you sleep? By tucking your hands between your legs <laughs> for warmth. Like, yeah, really tired. It's just like hanging there. Yeah, good night. Like, oh my god, that'd be awful. I can't sleep on my back at all. I'd be miserable. I have to try to make it look stomach. Yeah. Um, we see that Deidre is updating the Imperial higher-ups on her findings, and she is going to try and tie Andor and Luthen to the Aldani heist. And at first, they kind of like, doesn't that seem like a little bit of a reach? But then she kind of starts laying it out a little bit more and explaining it, and Quiburn's like, you know? It seems like he had a little bit he's, like, you've been doing so good so far. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's been, like, he's been, right, run with it, yeah, he's been impressing her recently to begin with. So I feel like he's kind of catching on a little bit more. So yeah, I'm not going to shut down. Like, no, yeah. All right. You know what? You've been doing good work. Keep going. All right. I trust you. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, it seems like they, they're getting a nice little, nice little repertoire back and forth. Uh, they mention uh, Marva, like they, they, you know, you question Pac, you question Bix, you know, you question Marva, and she was like, nah, she's already like too frail for that shit. But we can use her still. We can leave her exactly where she is. Ando came back for her once already. She might come. You might come yeah. back again. So we just got people sure watching me. her right now, and and that's it. Yeah, good idea. Smart. Yeah, no, smart. Yeah, exactly. Smart. No need to. As soon as you said that, she's like, she's too frail. Like, exactly. I was like, what the fuck? How are you going to torture an old person? They're going to like last two seconds before their heart just like gives out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Is, is this when she's talking about the ship too? That they found a stolen ship. Oh, I think so. I don't know what's this, but like the plan that actually, she comes. No, I think it's coming up in a second. Oh, it's, yeah, the plan she comes up with that too is like damn. Very good. She's a savage. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's uh, she's the star of the employee of the month for sure. Yeah, man. for real. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way. That's star that, yeah. employee of the month. You know what I mean? Uh, we go to the prisoners, and we find out that an uh, entire floor, or a level, I don't even know how exactly we break up this prison. If it was a whole floor, that's even more. Might have been yeah, I would level. say, like, level. It's like, level. during that transport, I compare it to, like, the tra- like when they're going in between their shift and back to their camp. All right, yeah. Like Whatever you want to call that. Pod. Room, pod. Yeah. 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 I mean, that makes more sense than a whole, a whole level. So, like, the seven teams was seven? Yes, that would make more sense. But we find out that a whole, a whole team basically was fried. The whole thing fucking killed. Panic instantly kind of like sets off. Even Andy Circus is like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, right. Like, what the hell is going on kind of a thing. And Cass right away is like, yo, like, don't fucking do that. Like, don't panic. Like, chill out. Because he's like, if they, we don't know. Yeah, the right. more that they, we act like we don't know, the better. Exactly. Yeah. If they see us panicking, that means that we know something. And if we know something, they might just fucking wax us too. Yeah. Let's just keep being the, you know, the due diligent workers. Let's just keep another day on the shift line. And, you know, maybe we can just keep going forward. I think this is the first time that any circus is kind of, like, oh, siding with Cassian, too. Like, yeah. he's like at first he's having that oh fuck moment, but then he's like, oh, wait, no, he's right. Yeah. So, like, I, I got to get my guys in line right now. Yeah. And, like, just everybody just shut up and put your hands above your head. It's act only like been, you don't know what's going program. on. Yeah, yeah, it's only been 30 days, but, like I said, he's already, his work group clearly takes him pretty seriously, and it seems like, you know, I, I would imagine that Andy Circus is the manager of all these guys, so he's got to be seeing that. He's probably like, all right, this guy's not an idiot. He's fucking clearly knows what's going on. Yeah. Well-spoken. Good worker. Probably yeah. fucking trust him. A little bit, at least. There's no chance we got, like, a Squid Game thing going on here, right? Such as? Where, like, the person who's in charge of everything is part of the... Oh, Is maybe. one of the prisoners or something, you know? Like, the, the, the old dude in Squid Game was, like, the mastermind. Yeah. 
don't know. It could be a good call, yeah. Because it does have very like Squid Game vibes right now. Well, there's the there's the weird old guy who's dying right now. Right? Yeah. Or just died, I guess. So maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> but, hopefully he wasn't. Yeah, 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 for real. Who knows yeah. what that medic did? Maybe it was like all a ploy. Oh yeah. I like what you're thinking. Oh, this, is, this is good. That's interesting. I didn't think of that, but that would be crazy now if it was literally that old guy. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah, he's. Okay. <laughs> if you just called that one, he's snook. He's very impressed. I'd be very impressed. Well, he'll, he'll have a soft spot for Andor slash Keefe slash Clem. Yeah. <laughs> slash Clem. Good call. That was a, good, that was a while ago. Yeah. Now his name's Keefe. Great name. Keefe. Keefe. Yeah. Great name. Keefe, Clem. Both, I like both of those, actually. Clem sounds like a good guy. Clem sounds like a guy that I would trust. Yeah. Um, Clem? But, yeah, interesting. Cassian, man, like I said, he's not just taking... He seems to be taking control of all the situations. He yep. seems very... He's always constantly level-headed. Uh, we go to Ramsey, and he is at home for the first time in a while. He's not at work, but his mom is still just giving him a ton of shit, which I thought was funny. And Ramsey, <laughs> Ramsey's like, yeah, you've fucking been stooping through my stuff. <laughs> that cracked me up. I was like, I love that this is Star Wars. We just have Ramsey yelling at his mom yeah. snooping through his shit. Did you find my blood, Omar? Oh out of my room. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you not to tell me I'm cleaning my room? She does suck, though. Damn. Oh man, she is. She's she's tough. She's tough. Yeah, she's tough. She's on her. You know, she's on her son's case. Hates you until she loves you, until she hates you. No shit. Uh, he mentions that he's been promoted, though. He's got a promotion at work, and that turns so her shut up, mom. right upside down. Yeah, right away, she's like, "Oh, I'm so proud of you." I always knew. Yeah, uncle will be so proud too. Like, just so proud. And and Ramsey just looks almost more defeated somehow. Like being promoted in a way was almost like a bad thing. He's like, now I'm just like further in, you know what I mean? I'm just farther into the corporate line of death and nine to five cube life. Yep. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. The deeper he goes in, the hotter it's going to be to get out kind of a thing, you know what I mean? Um, but we go from there and then we see him. He's going to show up, I guess, at Deidre's work. I don't know if they work in similar places, but then Ramsey's, after he leaves his mom, he's going to go to Deidre's work and he's going to thank her for the promotion. This scene was fucking weird. Yeah, th- this is what I have as his turning point to him eventually being good. Good, okay. Is that he threw like he throws himself out there to Deidre, and Deidre's not really about it, and he kind of seems defeated. So I think like between what happened to him already and then Deidre kind of turning him down, I think the combination of the two is going to lead to him being like. All right, fuck this. Like, I'm joining the rebellion. Fair enough. Fair I can, enough. You can kick me down so much before I finally just, I've had enough. Okay. So I think this is going to be the final thing that's, that turns him around and gets him back to the, you know, gets him on the rebellion side. Like I'll say, in Deidre's defense, I don't blame her for being weird. Yeah, get out of here. She was you fucking, fucking creep. Yeah. She was even like, are you stalking me? Like, this is my job. And he was just like, I just show up here a couple times and hope I, like, I might see you in passing. And she's just like. So he's like, what? <laughs> so stop. Right. Yeah. But then, like, what? Is, he says so weird. He's like, I, like, uh, uh, it's something like, uh, he's like, when I was in the room with you, like, I knew that, like, my life had purpose. Yeah, this was, yeah, was what weird. the fuck is wrong with you, dude? I was like, you're playing your, if you're into this girl, you're playing your hand too strong, bro. You yeah. gotta relax. Yeah. Pretend like you don't like her. That's when she comes crawling to you. This nothing, nothing less attractive than a desperate man. Like, oh, that, shit, <laughs> like yeah. that's what that's what he looked like. Desperate. Dude, at one point, she's like even trying to like, all right, like, dude, like, just go back to your job. That you're welcome for the promotion. Like, I'm gonna yeah. go now. And he's like, grabs her. He's like, no, like, thank you. And she's like, all right, dude. Literally, I, I get you arrested right yeah, now. Right. You need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. But like I said, kind of a weird, uh, a little bit of a weird scene. 
He was like tearing up. Like, 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 I think, I think like this, this is his last kind of last stand with it. He's like suicidally invested in this. Like yeah. He's, he's willing to do whatever. Right. So, or it seems like he's going to do whatever he can for um, the dark side or whatever, for the Empire. Yeah. Like you said, maybe if he gets shut, shut now down. Now he's going to get his heart broken. He puts his, <laughs> his heart out, turns yeah. the most evil version of himself, and then... They still don't want him. Yeah. He's like, maybe, you know it's what? Like, all right, these guys are fucking. Maybe it's coming for me. I yeah. like the, the way you just said that. That was like, it was like an evil pouring out of his heart, kind of. It wasn't even like a love thing. It was just like, I'm evil enough. Yeah. yeah. I'm evil too. Right. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it's You're like. You're so evil and pure. I'm like that too. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he doesn't necessarily like join the. Like, he doesn't want to join the rebellion, but he just wants to see the downfall yeah. of the empire. Yeah. If maybe. that makes sense. Kicked, you know what I mean? Kicked going too yeah. Many so he's like, yeah. I'm just doing this for my own good and right. fuck the empire. Not necessarily. I believe in the rebellion and everything. I got it might you. just be out of spite. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. It's very uh, on that that storyline right there. I think could go any which way out of like five different ways, and I wouldn't be right. surprised anyway. You could I'm also do more drastic things to to earn the respect of Deja yeah. and just go yeah. like full blown. Could be dead wrong. Evil. Yeah, it could be dead. Kill like ten Jedi's or something. Yeah, leave him on a doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> like a cat bringing in a mouse. <laughs> Here you go, Deidre. I put you a treat. <laughs> Pet me. Um, we're going to go to actually the scene like that you kind of just mentioned, though. Deidre's going to leave Ramsey. She's going to get to her office. She's going to talk to her, our assistant. And it turns out that we're able to capture a rebel pilot. This poor guy. <laughs> yeah, we, we were able to capture a rebel pilot. The assistant, like I was kind of mentioning earlier, she's kind of going, like I said, she's a coach. She's bringing in her own players now. She's got herself a good, a good little star under her. He's already taken it upon herself to call her crazy doctor. Already sent the crazy doctor over to the real pilot. So she's like, "Oh, sweet, like good work. You did all that shit on your own. Nice, perfect. Like you know, let's you know find out how it kind of goes, kind of a thing." But like, "Oh shit, real pilot, that's not good." We go to Mom Martha real quick though. She is meeting with uh, Tay Coma again, and we find out that again he he's kind of kind of almost doubled down on what he was saying about how hard it is to hide money right now. He's like, "All right, the only thing that I can come up with basically to." figure out this 400k withdrawal that you took out aside from obviously just paying it which she even she's like if i had the money laying around i wouldn't have yeah, called you right he's like we need to get a loan she's like okay she's like, and sure enough he already has a guy in mind i didn't take down his name it was a name i never recognized though i don't know if it was something i was supposed to know i didn't know the guy it wasn't from my star wars law yeah well, I was thinking they go to the banking clinic on Camino. Dude, they get to- go, let's go to the banking <laughs> clinic. Oh, credits? The banking clinic will sign your treaty. That's how they get their credits. Dude, if they went to Camino, I would have fucking died. I would have died. Oh, my God, I would have died. I would have been in absolute stitches. Oh, my God. Um, but basically, Tay, uh, he found himself an, like a little thug, basically. It's apparently like a top-notch thug, like a Tony Soprano thug. Not just a goon, yeah. Yeah, top-notch thug. Uh, he can basically pay this off. It's one of the only because he's got to go outside the books, got to go outside the empire. You know what I mean? So he already took it upon himself to go try to find somebody. Mom Martha though, she ain't having it. Apparently, she knows who this dude is. Doesn't like the hearings of it at all. And Tay's like, all right, should I try to find somebody else? And then this, they kind of just leave the scene there. She doesn't say anything, which gives me the impression that she's in the probably meeting with this crazy thug guy. Yeah, or which I'm looking forward to the scene. Yeah, she's like wanting him to meet somebody else, but doesn't want to say it. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, I guess, but. I'm looking forward to meeting a little thug. When I hear thug, I just instantly think of like a Han Solo type guy. To be totally honest. Yeah, a smuggler kind of thug. Right away, that's kind of what I think of. Almost like you know, Cassian even. Cassian yeah. fucking Han. Right. So I can, I'm all down to one of those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, he sounds pretty legit though if he has that kind of money. Like, yeah. Right. The kind of money that senators wish they had, you know. Yeah, laying around 400,000 credits. So he's, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's Pablo Escobar. What if it be? Kind of shit. Uh, maybe. 
maybe too far fetched, but or get Senator Organa. Uh, mm, yeah, maybe. Oh, this guy seems more criminal now. Yeah, true. Yeah, like, that's true too. It seemed like Mon had heard of him before. Like but, right away, as soon as the name, she was like, "Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to be associated with that guy." Kind of a thing. Yeah. But I'm with you. It might be some key person we know already. Right. Maybe. Could be maybe. Cool. I'd be interested to see who it's going to be. I'm sure probably soon. <laughs> they go to the Wookiees. Imagine that. Go to fucking Camino. Not Camino. Kashyyyk. There we go. I'm proud of myself for getting that one right as you said it. <laughs> fucking, that was a long, that was pulled out of uh, the Battlefront 2 memory yeah. right there. Uh, we go to Deborah, Kyburn, and a couple of other Imperial, just a couple of higher ups. It's not like a full-fledged meeting. It seems like they're almost like having a little brainstorming session yeah. kind of a thing. And it turns out this rebel pilot talked a whole lot. Told the Empire that there's a raid planned, and they're trying to figure out basically how they can go about having the, re- the rebellion continue with their plan. But they, they obviously can't just give this pilot back. They can't just say, "All right, go back to your guys and pretend like everything's on right. your way." Yeah. So they're like, "All right, what can we do? Like, can we like, destroy the ship?" And they're like, "All right, that's going to look a little shady and too suspect. That might make them say, let's hold off on this raid for a little bit.'" Yeah. So then, like you said, Deidre came up with a good plan. Deidre came up with a good plan. She goes, all right, how about we fucking stage this whole accident kind of a thing. Just the pilot died. That way they're like, oh, wow, freak accident kind of a thing. Which just no worries. We'll continue mm-hmm. on going. They'll just find the ship lingering out in space. And then they'll continue with the raid. We know the raid's coming. We can catch the rebel, like the rebels right there. Bing, bang, boom. Cameron's like, I love it. It's genius. All troops on it. Double time it right fucking yep. now. Good plan, like you yep. said. Very genius. Because I do... I definitely feel it. If you're the rebels, you're trying to do everything. You're obviously trying to keep everything so close to the vest, everything so secretive. If one of your ships all of a sudden just straight up gets kabloomy, that's I think, like, all right. I think she even... Uh, something's wrong here. You know what I mean? Like, something's awry. Like, why? Who shot down our ship for what reason? Like, they must have known something. Yeah, I think she even, like, stayed, like wants to stage the pilot dying in... Like, she wants the pilot dead in the ship. In the, yeah, in the cockpit. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. It so, it like, looks like an accident. Almost yeah. like he had, like, a fucking stroke or a heart attack right. kind of a thing. Yep. She said that they'll just find his shit floating off. And him dead. dead. And like, yeah. And obviously not like, you know, not like a fucking blade in the throat fucking blade. Right. Place, yeah. You know. <laughs> right. A normal, a normal death, like I said. Uh, like I said, you know, stroke, something like that. Heart yeah. Thing, something like that. Poison, whatever it might yeah, be. Boy, yeah, something like that. Good idea. Um, we go back to the prison. We find out that this old man, he's really doing fucking horrible. He can't even, like, stand. He, like, literally collapses on the way back to the quarters. Uh, they call for, like, a medic to come on up. And uh, Cassian and Andy Serkis are the only two that, like, stay with him. Stay behind. They're chilling with the old guy. Everybody else has gone off to their quarters. And the medic comes in. Turns out he had a massive stroke. There's nothing that they can do to save him. And another kind of a dark moment in Star Wars kind of a thing. Like, the medic, like, basically, uh, like, euthanizes him. You know what I mean? Like, puts him out of his misery. So he says he'll have, like, a nice, peaceful death. And then he says, he says, he'll have a nice, peaceful death, which is more than I can say for most of us. And right away, that kind of is like perk up, like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, do you right. know? Like, what do you know, man? What do you know? Yeah. And uh, the medic's able to kind of get the guy. He keeps asking for like the gurney and the, the bag, basically, to wrap up this old guy with. And he's like, you know, can I get that thing? And the guard walks off far enough away where he's just like, yo, fucking things are fucking not going good. They're, they're not letting anybody out, basically. Because guy is one guy asshole. Was, this guy was released from four. But then he ended up in two, and they were just like, yo, what the... F-? He was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he was released, released on four a day later. He's on two. Went back into, back into two. Yeah. So, so as a result, they're, they're beefing up the, the terms even longer. 
turns out there there is no leaving this place yeah exactly no one no one's getting out of here yeah. And Andy Circus, you can tell, sees it right away for the first time. Like we mentioned, he's only got like 240 days left, supposedly. But now he's like, oh, fuck, that might be a forever kind of a thing. Cass is like, yo, so like, how many men on each fucking floor? And he's like, was he no more than 12, right? Yeah, no more than 12. 12 guys? I mean, they have, what was it, 7 by 7? There's like 49 guys in each fucking room. That's a piece of cake. They can take that down easy. Four you would guys, think, yeah. Four, guy, four and a half guys a man. Yeah. Worst case scenario. That's where the episode ends, though, right on that little, you know, that yeah. cliffhanger there. I mean, there's seven rooms with 49 guys in each room on each right. floor. So that's true, 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 true. It's 350-ish times 12 floors. Yep. Right? Or something. Yeah. Floors, 12 floors. This whole prison, like we were kind of saying, it's been very, they're doing a good job of sliding hand and making it seem a lot more secure and well-run than it really yeah. is. Right. It's like and the though, appearance of it is more intimidating than how they actually run it. Yeah. And the power shifting thing I mentioned where, like... Yeah, that's definitely going to play a factor. Maybe it's not, like, for the whole facility, but, like, they have the power to that section and they can't control the floor while they move the elevator, it seems like. I don't know. So, yeah, something yeah. something there with that. So they said sure. they can't... If anything that moves that they couldn't run, like, the, basically the same surface through it. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. you have to imagine, like, say, like, that floor all has to be connected to whatever the power source is. It'd be hard to do an elevator. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But... We leave off, and I'd have to imagine next week will be uh, another kind of another sort of heist. It'll be a breakout. Like yeah. A breakout heist. Kind yeah. Of thing. And I think, too, like, uh, I'm going back to, like, all Star Wars throughout the years. Like, even in the, even Andor, you figure they all escape, same, like, original Star Wars. They dress as stormtroopers, like, clone troopers. And yeah. Or, like, in the last one, like, uh, Poe Dameron, he escapes when FN is dressed as a, as a stormtrooper. I kind of think the same thing's happening here. And then I remember, like, the original heist in this one where Andor's learning, like, how they walk and the appearance. So I think they might kind of tie that in here. I don't know if it's going to lead to kind of the same way. They dress up and, like, they know their habits and things like that, how to escape. Hmm. So I think Cassian's going to – some of the things he learned in that original heist, I think he's going to kind of come around full circle with this one, how to escape. I'm interested to see, like, what happens with Andy Serkis. At first, his character seemed like he was, like, you know, because he was, like, I only got 240 days thing. You can go and escape if you want to. I'm going to be chilling here, though. Now, hypothetically, if he's brought into this team, I'm interested to see what happens to him. I mean, I, I like his character. I like Andy Serkis as an actor, too. So I'm kind of, like, do we escape? And he's just like, all right, I'm not a rebel. See you guys later. I'm out of here. I'm going to go find a beach kind of a thing. Yeah, right. He's going to. I'm very curious to see what happens with Andy Serkis. Right. He would be a key person if he was still around. So what, what will happen to him? Yeah, he's definitely going to be into the fold now. Now that he knows he might not be getting out, and he's going to be, he's going to have a ton of information. And he's probably, I would have to imagine, got a little bit more like, um, a little bit, like a little bit more freedom inside the prison because he's the manager. He's been there for so long. Yeah, I would imagine that the the empire is going to be even less on guard with him than they would yeah. with the rest of the prisoners. They're like relying on them more to keep things under control. Yeah, he literally like he acts sometimes almost like the fucking like almost if there was an empire god around. He's constantly telling them to like shut up and keep quiet yeah. and stuff like that. Just being a hard ass. Yeah. So, so yeah. if that guy that guy flips, now you're in trouble. Yeah, definitely. But like I said, this episode to me was another. I was actually I was saying it to Luke when you were when you were gone for a second. But the first three episodes was like an arc, and I said that my least favorite episode was the second one. Then four through six was like an arc, and I said my least favorite episode was five. And then if this is the same way that we're thinking it's going to be, which it'd be the same three, thing. It'd be the same. Thing. Yeah. And I feel almost the exact same. Way. Like I don't think that the total the whole episode was useless, but I feel like you could have taken like ten minutes. And put it into episode eight. Take it another ten minutes. Put it into episode ten. Yeah. The other twelve minutes could have been fucking scrapped. I just like that the whole the whole episode was like 
eight was just him gathering all the information, and now he's starting to put it into action. Now he's starting to put yeah, it no. into action. I hear that, and I think you needed like a whole for like the in depth what you need to do to escape. Like you needed a whole episode worth of seeing him gather the information, yeah. versus the you know, first thirty days. He's like, oh yeah, this is how we escape, no problem. Right. No, I agree. Like I said, this show's been fucking good. It's very, very good. It's very grounded, man. Yeah. Like you said, much more thought out, well devised. Yep. Just much more like love the attention to detail. Even, yeah. Way, even though it's Star Wars, everything else about it is more realistic. Like you said, the planning and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Would it just happened in two days. Like, right. You know, yes. Do you do you due diligence for a month or two? And yeah. I've been I've been pleasantly surprised that we've we've been in the setting of this prison for more than one episode. Yeah. I like the detail to it. I'm uh, I'm interested for uh, actually it's already tomorrow. I always forget that we record on Tuesday night, so we already have episode episode ten tomorrow, yep. and then uh, we have two more after that, and that's it. So it's gonna be over before you know it, too. I know, crazy. Well, we know that season two has already been green lit. I think they already started filming too. To be totally honest with you, I think they're in filming now because I know that they wanted to. I know that Disney said that they didn't want there to be a huge layoff in between the two seasons. Love so, that. Yeah, I think if you can get that after Mandalorian. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's almost like exactly like a year from when this like if it's next fall. Yeah, I would. Right. I, I think that's what they're shooting for at least. That'd be nice. I would love that. Yeah, I know that they didn't want it to be too like too too long of a layoff in between because the, the story is obviously very like tight knit and closed. They're just telling it over two seasons. You know what I mean? Yep. But uh, looking forward to it. Looking yeah. forward to see how we how we wrap this whole up. Let's see if we get any more saw. Let's see if we get any. I want to see if we get K two maybe K two. Any Potentially. Jedi coming in? No. This seems like it's it seems like it's not Jedi related. Even like any Jedi, even like the, any the would be the only one I could see. Yeah. That'd be the only guy. But even that, like I said, I don't even want that almost. Like you know what I mean? Like if it get like the Emperor and like a like a Honestly, hologram. When you said that a scene with, I would especially if she keeps going the way that she's going and her her, her she keeps trending upwards, I would maybe like to see a Deidre Palpatine moment. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, if it's yeah. like you know, if, in, uh, like she keeps doing such a good job, and almost she's like called before like the emperor, and he's yeah. just like, "You've done well." You know yeah. what I mean, kind of a thing. Well, you know, like if, if, like Empire Strikes Back, the first time you see the emperor, like Vader's like kneeling down, and it's like a like a holocron. Yeah. Just yeah, if yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. just that, oh uh-huh. yeah, yeah, like his face or whatever, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I think Deidre would be the character though. That's the one. If he is gonna come in, I think that's the character I'd like to see him interact with. Her. <laughs> that's a good call. Or even like she like uh, she gets like a call to Kyburn's office. Like the bossman wants to see her. She comes coming to the Kyburn's office, and Palpatine's just there too. And even if he's not like emperor, like if he's like you know what I'm saying, like actual like looking like Palpatine. he's just Senator Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah this right. is crazy. This is crazy. Was it, no, I don't think he would be because it's still it's after Revenge of the Sith, so he would be like deformed. Oh yeah, yeah, and all right. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Already, yeah, yeah, right. Good call. My bad. But you gotta have something. Yeah, I think That'd be just cool. a quick. Quick little thing. <laughs> that would be cool. I'd like that. Even if it is, even you know, like I said, if he gets called in like the Kyburn's fucking office, and he's just like you said, they're like a hologram. Or something yeah, like that, that'd be cool. I would like that. But other than that, it's the only only Jedi I could see. It's fair. But uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up for episode nine. Yeah. Any, uh, any closing thoughts for that one? No. Let's see. That's all I got. I mean the. It wasn't my favorite, but I liked episode eight a lot. So that's my take. Yeah, that's I interesting. Really, really so like I said, I was I was the opposite. It's not that I didn't like eight, but I don't know. I, I like the I like that the plans are starting to get in motion now. I love that Andy Serkis is on board. I hope Andy escapes as well. I think there's a, a decent chance he dies in the escape. Yeah, 
Well, I think I, I kind of yeah. disagree. That I don't think he like if he escapes, he'll be part of the rebellion. I think like his like end game oh, was that was he saying. just wants to escape and, yeah. and like just be free. Yeah, like I think he's just be, I'm in the beach, dude. Like, yeah. like he doesn't want. I don't think he wants to like fight anymore. He, he's not really big on like you know down with the empire. I think he like his main goal is he just wants to get out and yeah. live his life. Yeah. No, I totally agree. That's what I was, no, that's what I said. I said I don't I don't see him being a rebel. Yeah. I see, I see him going back to whatever planet Cassie and get arrested on and going and chilling down on the beach. Right. Yeah. Drinking some Mai Tai. Yeah. South, the South Beach. Yeah. South Beach Star Wars, exactly. Um, but tomorrow night, next episode, uh, we'll be talking about that next week. We'll be talking about White Lotus next week. We'll probably, uh, you know, spend a little bit of time doing like the first three episodes. Like I said, we're not going to do a deep dive like we would do with our other shows, but... Just kind of talk about anything we like, characters we like, plot lines we like, any ideas we have, which I already have one that I definitely want to, that hasn't come to fruition in the first two episodes, but I think it's going to happen that I'm going to talk to you guys about hopefully next week. Is it possible to do a Black Panther review? With, with we're gonna do yeah, just, we're, just watching it once in theaters. No, no notepad. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. At least I'll be able to do a rating, talk about some of the things we like. Yeah, stuff, yeah. But, can't yeah. go scene by scene on something like that. No, just, no. Just, I mean, you probably got to have some overall, you know, spoilers. Yeah. Beforehand, you know what I mean. Like, you gotta let people know. Like, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, spoilers are coming hey, up. If you don't right go now. see Black Panther two this weekend, then you're a loser. Yeah. You're a loser. That too. That's the biggest biggest takeaway out of all. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll definitely we'll be back next week for Black Panther and or Tales of a Jedi as well. We'll do that. I'll finish up those three episodes and we'll come back and we'll we'll do those a little bit more in depth because I do believe as long as everything's good with you guys, this will be the squad that we'll be back here with again next week. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah, which is even actually more perfect for if you on Saturday if you want to come with us. That way we'll all uh, we'll all see everything and all that shit. So yeah, ninety nine percent sure. Just gotta double check with the lady. Cool. All right, yeah, we'll figure that out tomorrow. Um, but that is going to do it up for here. Oh, oh Jesus, that's gonna be that's gonna do it us. That's gonna do it up for us here tonight. Episode thirteen in the books. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, it was good to be back after a nice week off with yeah. much needed, but it was good to be back. Good show tonight. As always, I ask you guys to please, please share the episode around to your fellow friends, your family, anybody that you guys think might like it, especially if they're a Star Wars fan, because right now we're doing a lot of Star Wars talk, yeah. you know what I mean? And like you mentioned, we got a Mandalorian coming right around the corner. Be that 100th subscriber. That's right. Be That's right. Good call. Thank you, Mitz. Be that 100th subscriber. Don't want to be late. That's right. We'll be sharing that around a lot. We'll be mentioning that a lot going forward. Like I said, 100th subscriber. $40 AMC gift card will be given out. We'll do a draw right here on the show. We'll definitely be following along with that, keeping you guys updated. Like I said, right now going into today's episode, I believe we were at like 55 or something like that. So about room for 45 more people to get involved. But uh, be on the lookout for that. Like it doesn't said, stop there, though. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But uh, please share the episode around. Like, subscribe to all the pages. Leave a comment. All of that stuff helps us, and we really do appreciate it. Thank you to Mr. Luke Klein and on the ones and twos. As always, buddy, couldn't have done the show without you. Of course, brother. Mr. Rogers, great job co-hosting. Pleasure as always to shoot the shit with you, bud. Thanks for having me. Let's do it again next week. That's right. We will catch you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good one.